Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to the As Always podcast, episode 122. I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? Pretty good, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. A uh, bit of a Great. different structure to today today's podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So... We've got a guest, Robin Gaming, who is joining us in just a moment in the show. Uh, but we've got two segments in this podcast. Uh, with Robin, we talk all about uh, Naughty Dog Uncharted, Last of Us Part 2, and its leaks, and Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, PS5, Next Gen, everything. Whole lot of fun discussion. It's an awesome, awesome segment of the podcast. Now, we didn't want to make Robin sit through a whole discussion of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, because that was uh, announced just last week. Uh, James and I are going to talk about that in the second part of the podcast later on. There's, If you're watching on YouTube, there's going to be timestamps. I'm sure you can click around and find it wherever you want to go. Uh, or if you're listening on podcast services, I recommend just listening to the whole thing. The discussion with Robin is so much fun. But um, that's how we're structuring it. Um, and as well, that way Robin doesn't have to sit through the list that I'm about to read. Because this podcast is brought to you by the great people over at patreon.com forward slash as always. We mm-hmm. wouldn't be here without them. Especially our Patreon producers, King Richard III, Henry, Damien, Avery, Dobbs, Josh Devlier, Holy Catholic Warrior, a.k.a. Ulbrich, Didlotic, Viridian, Real Cinema and Hawkins, a.k.a. HBus12, and Bullsack47. Appreciate the hell out of you guys. And if you like what you're listening to here, ladies and gentlemen, and you want to hear more, you're like, oh, this podcast is amazing. I wish I could get more of it. Well, you can. Over on patreon.com forward slash always, always, as always, for just $1 a month, you get exclusive access to the Clubhouse podcast, the best podcast on the internet. It really is. And it's got over 80 episodes you can go listen to right now. That's hundreds of hours of exclusive content, plus a week's early access to the Cinema Room podcast, the Spoilercast podcast, where we spoil the shit out of movies, video games, and TV shows. The next episode coming out that's just out on Patreon right now is Afterlife. The Ricky Gervais Netflix show season two came mm-hmm. out and we had special guest Luke Nunn joining us for that we episode. Did. We did have that um, in the past. We did, did have that in the past that we have definitely recorded by now. Yeah. Um, I really hope Luke showed it up to this because if he doesn't, <laughs> I look like an asshole. But um, if he just doesn't show up, yeah. Well, we'll yeah, have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll pretend. We'll fake the conversation. I'll get him to record all of his bits and we'll pretend we're that. speaking to him. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, again... Thank you. If you go to the $5 tier up, you get our Patreon list where we read your name at the beginning and the end of every podcast. So again, King Richard III, Henry, Damien, Avery, Dobbs, Josh Chevalier, Holy Catholic Warrior, a.k.a. Ulbrick, Didlotic, Viridian, Real Simmer, and Hawkins, a.k.a. H.W. Swamp, Balzac 47, Casey Wood, Pink Flame, Throw on 3, Tony the Arbiter, or Robbie, Adam Sundling, Alfie Russell, Jamie Brown, Jesper Olsen, Lumistrad, Mario, 50, Mario 5380, put it in my ass, please, Kim Asaba, Game of Cream Pies, Seth, Ollie Hodges, The Cree, Josh J. Anderson, Fat Fuck Cuck, Brendan Abiku, Overlord, Is One Juicy Boy, Ravjai, Summer, Dylan, Diogo, Bleeding Edge, two seven. Four six and many clubbers. Gwen Hughes, 2018-1998-20. Max H. Gene is doing bits in the coal mines. Oh, and Brain. Zeke Collins, a.k.a. Dylan is dumb. He is dumb. Son of a bitch. OG Dogger. Harrisy, a.k.a. Bad Assassin. Noah Watts. Furious Coco. Frankie Gaffney. Sab2557. Nick Miller. The ACMJS. Rad Dog. Casper Coral. Smexy Dork. Cassassin. <sighs> Kyle Estraws. Victor Elison. Emil Catborg. Joshua Mora. Walshy. Ginkgo Swag. The Chunky Boy, a.k.a. Malha. Master Bass. Oh, friend. Oh, friend. <laughs> Conversations is cool, but Sheps is into trannies. Joe the Six Boy Smith. Joe, a.k.a. Found a scarab, Assassin's Assassino Christmas, Evan Brown, Winona Ryder, aka Lindsay from Destination Wedding. Ah, oh, the best fucking name. Luca Alfie Robo Brian Ford, aka Assassin Smurf. Can you can you can a can can into an uncanned can like a canner? Can can a can into an uncanned can? Fishy <laughs> T-Man on Travis, Billy the Team Title by Gunner Robinson. Oh no, I'm an oath. 
Thank you, Shoot Bitches, lads. The Helping Power is fucking podcast, all right? Oh, my God. That list gets more ridiculous every single time. God damn it. I actually love it so much. I love it. Now, I just want to start hating how long the list was. You guys took it to another level. Keep changing your names like this. All right. Without further ado, let's get right into this fucking podcast. And today, here we are, joined by a guest we've had on before, uh, the one and only Robin Gaming. How's it going? Welcome back. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Pretty interesting week, I think, for a podcast. So, it, yeah, it is. It is. There's a lot. For sure. It, I felt like there was no gaming news for so long, and now there's a whole lot going on. So it's, it's yeah. A good... It was very convenient. Like I was invited a couple of days ago, and then all of a sudden the shitstorm basically breaks loose, and then uh, <laughs> all of a sudden I'm here. So yeah, mm. exactly. Well, we we do like to start the podcast. Well, you know, easing into it a bit and just sort of catching up. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and obviously, a lot's gone on in the world, Robin, so I, it's a good time to check in um, and see, like, how's everything going with you and your side of the world with the whole COVID, coronavirus stuff? Are you in lockdown? You know, I, what's going on? Well, yeah, I'm in lockdown, I guess, but I mean, my usual life is pretty much lockdown anyway, so it's not... <laughs> it's, 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 it's like James. Like it's much like James. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I've just been chilling, uh, playing games, working on, the, you know, my own stuff. But like, yeah, for me personally, because I work at home and stuff, there's not a huge difference, of course, but uh, it, it is it is pretty crazy to see it all, you know, um, yeah, like fold out and stuff and see how, it, how you know, how it changed everything. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm glad things are, are well with you in that respect. And, you know, the, the world's not necessarily ending on your side of things, which is nice. Um, James, how about you? How, how are you? How's the UK? I haven't checked in the last week. You know. I think it's still uh, any, in ab- any better? disarray, to be honest with you. Uh, the, yeah. the, the, the the numbers and whatnot are fluctuating up and down, uh, as always. But uh, as always, as always. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's. I, th- I feel like it's very slowly getting better, but like not uh, noticeably really uh, in terms of you know the amount of cases and whatever. So we're still uh, still on lockdown, uh, doing bits, doing some gaming. So. You know, could be worse. Could be better, though. Um, yeah, of course. Of and course. so, you know, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Yeah, cool. I'm glad. Yeah, I feel, always feel bad at this part where I'm like, yeah, well, Australia, we're, um, yeah, doing very well. <laughs> I think there's yeah. only, um, there's 70 active cases in my state and I think a, a 920 as of right now Damn. active in the whole country. So we're continuing mm. to go down 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 and as of this weekend in some states things are um restrictions are easing um i think in my state on saturday that you can now have family picnics in parks there's so many police that are going to be out um you can do non-essential shopping now and it's it's bizarre but like my mom's still freaking out she was like i'm not going to catch an uber to work or what like whatever she's like i'll catch a train i'm like mom 74 people have coronavirus in our state it's not your Uber driver. I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be fine. But yeah. you know, it's go, it's gone down. It's, it's crazy. Gone down. That's an entirely different sort of scenario to what it's like over here. It's so it's so crazy how different it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Australia, New Zealand are, are mm. continue to you know kill it, which is good that it just continues to go in that way. And hopefully, in the, you know the next couple of months, we'll be back to normal and keep our borders closed from um, you know peasants like you guys. So that's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, well, no, no. but uh, speaking of lockdown and gaming, what, 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 Robin, what games, games are you playing at the moment? 
Uh, well, I just obviously played Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, so I've beaten that. I was basically working on like my, my platinum trophy for it. I'm quite a trophy hunter. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I've kind of yeah, I, like I worked my way through basically half of the game on hard difficulty, and last couple of days I've been taking a break. Other than that, I actually uh, I actually tend to play like CS:GO quite a lot on the PC. Uh, yeah, like I don't really talk mm-hmm. about that game on my YouTube channel at all. But it's something that I that I like to play with uh, you know friends of mine that were basically classmates in the past uh, from university. But because they're all in, you know, quarantine and stuff as well, uh, it's like, you know, now is the ultimate moment to, like, get together almost every day and play that game. So, I've been, uh, you know, I've basically been playing those games. Did you play Final Fantasy VII, the original? I did not, no. This was actually, uh, yeah, my first time. I mean, I I obviously knew about the game and I'd seen uh, uh, the game in the past. I just never played it myself. What did you think of the remake? Uh... I don't know, it's like, I mean, you know, you always... It, it's funny because, like, I see a lot of actually, like, kind of purists, I guess, or people that played the old school game. They really like the remake. At the same time, they're they're also, like, complaining kind of about the story because they decided to go in a pretty drastically different direction. Uh, oh, it. really? Yeah. I, well, I didn't realize least... they actually changed story. No, yeah, they, they did. Like, so basically, how you should see it, I guess, is, like, the majority of the game, over 90%, is, is essentially the same, but expanded. However, they actually, like, it's especially near the end that they set this this remake trilogy or whatever it's going to be, they set it up to be something completely different. So they, they've, they've basically said, like, okay, we remade this part of the game, but don't be uh, surprised if the next parts that are going to come out uh, will actually be quite different from the from the from the old game. So that's like the interesting part of it. But me personally, once again, I can't really speak on that because I never like saw the full story or I was never like attached to it or something. So I don't have that many complaints about the story at all. I actually really liked it. Um, I I more have issues with the gameplay actually because like I really I really like the combat in it. The combat is absolutely awesome. Um, however. Basically, everything else in the game, to me, feels super basic. Like, the level design has some clear issues where it keeps repeating certain certain hallways, for example. Like, it's just a copy-paste job to sort of pad out the game a lot. Uh, and then also, you know, as, as someone who especially likes, I guess, Uncharted games or something, you know, it's like there are a lot of, I guess you could say, semi-platforming parts or at least exploration parts, but there is nothing to those. Like, if... If Cloud has to swing across some monkey bars or something like that, then you literally just hold the stick forward and he performs the action. There is no, like, the gameplay feels very static in that way whenever you're not in combat. There is just nothing really to do but simply to walk and to, you know, push the stick forward or whatever. And that's like, that's it. You know, that's, that's like one of my biggest critiques that I've noticed not too many people talk about, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because RPG fans, like, are almost completely just focused on the combat, I guess. And that is like the majority of the of the gameplay anyway. But um, yeah, like there there are things that they could still improve with the next spot. So but that's basically what I thought. Okay. That's interesting. Is I'm looking is forward to playing anyway. So is this something you'd recommend? Because I have wasn't gonna get it and had no real desire to get it, other than when James said he played like the demo. He, he really enjoyed it. I'm, yeah, uh, yes, I, I'm not sure I, about it. I thought the demo was great too. The, the, that's like the first part of the game, basically. But. Um, I don't know. Do you like uh, do you like Japanese games in general or uh, Kingdom Hearts? That's about it. My favorite franchise oh. of all times, Kingdom Hearts. But I'd I'd. It's also like 
because I've played it since I was like a kid. Whereas I never played Final Fantasy. I've well, but this is like Final literally the creators of Kingdom Hearts, right? I'm pretty sure yeah. at least a large yeah. part of it. You yeah. should yeah, absolutely yeah. like it then, I think. Yeah, Tetsuya Nomura worked heavily on it. Um, oh, yeah. did he? So okay. it's, yeah. Uh, you can yeah, see a lot actually, of his flair in it, when, uh-huh. at least in the demo anyway. Which is well, actually, that's, that's, that's one of the things that the, the, the purest mm. fans, I guess, complain about, is that he kind of uh, turned the, the story that was there now into he added like a lot of what they say is like kingdom hearts elements (laughs) classic nomura as we say on this podcast yeah he can't help himself but fuck with the story and just make things go wild i I do love that yeah maybe you know what maybe i will check it out just on that alone Mm -hmm. um yeah just on that alone i do i do love nomura and obviously kingdom hearts so and i've never played a final fantasy so maybe this is the time and obviously cloud is in uh, Kingdom Hearts games, um, not in three, but in one and two. So, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to see that connection. Yeah. Definitely. All right, I'll check. I'll check it out. James, what are you playing? Uh, the minute nothing. Uh, I'm still streaming Assassin's Creed Origins, which, to be honest, I've almost sort of hit my breaking point with it. I've never yeah, played. Um, I've never played through Origins to hundred percent and do everything there is to do. Um, oh yeah i did it, I, I did it the once for all the achievements and i was like yeah i'm done now. yeah it's it's, it's almost like the game wasn't built for you to do that whereas if you're playing so like when i did black flag that was really fun i really enjoyed doing everything 100 percent. i think it was paced well enough that it was enjoyable and the the mindless stuff this is something that i've noticed is the mindless stuff in origins isn't built the same as the mindless stuff in black flag like if you're in black flag you go to like if you go to an island you've got a bunch of like mindless shit to do like collecting uh, sea shanties or going and getting a treasure map but that will like lead to something else so, like you get the sea shanty it takes you five seconds but it gives you a new song while you're sailing can, if you can i can i ask you a question are, when you yeah. say you're gonna 100 are you gonna like complete every location yes dude that'll take you 77 hours that's <laughs> yeah, how long look, it took i'm already to, i'm already that's how long it really, took me to, doing... to 100 <laughs> origins it took it took 77 hours it took less to do odyssey but then to get every achievement you didn't have to Why actually go to every location madness it's because i've done it to every i've i've gotten every achievement in every single fucking Assassin's Creed game and I, i'll obviously not it's do insane. that again um but i had to do it and then i stopped i'd never played the dlc of odyssey as you know and never and haven't touched any of the game yeah. since but yeah, yeah. i just yeah, it's, it's what i do it's a habit it's i think a lot of a lot of the cracks in origins are starting to show when i do every single thing because i think the game is almost built so that you do the main story and you do some side quests and there's some really good ones in there or there's also a lot of really shit ones as well Mm. um and you do some locations and stuff and you sort of do that as you're playing the game then you finish the story and you sort of stop whereas if you're doing every single thing you realize just how mindless and shit half of it is or most of it is um and i'm at this point with it where i'm like this is i'm not having fun anymore um and yeah. I really want to feel that way about Origins, so I probably should never have done this. Um, but I think it yeah. shows a lot of the issues in the in the in the uh, world design and uh, all of that stuff, which I never noticed by just sort of casually playing through the game. Um, right, but, you know. Right. Well, I heard you were playing Uncharted as well. Oh yes, we've been streaming <laughs> it. You showed up to a couple of those. Um, that's been fun. That's been fun. Me and Alfred have been replaying through all of them. On um, how many times have you beat them? Um, I feel like three times. I think this right. is the fourth. Um, nice, my fourth run through, and uh, yeah, it's it's still great fun. Um, and we're we're up to Uncharted two now. That's that's it's a good time going through that as it's a fucking incredible game. Um, mm. and yeah, I'm looking forward to just keep going through them and going through the rest of two and then three and four and just re-experiencing these games. Um, because yeah, nice. they're fantastic. 
can I find out, Robin, where you are on this side of the debate? Now, James and I are on the same side of this debate, but it's an uncharted debate. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. It is, it is <laughs> the, the constant debate between Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3 and which is better. Uh-huh. Um, where where do you between not not saying which one's the best one? I'm saying there's like a, no 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 no. I mean three. I mean two and three. I'm not yeah, saying which one's the best. Two and three to people. Three. Who the fuck says three is better? No 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 no. <laughs> James, lots of people, of people actually. Lot of people think Uncharted three is better than Uncharted two. That's the debate. Do you not know about this? Wait, do you not know about this? No, Dude, do you not know about this debate? Do you not know that people out there think Uncharted 3 is better than Uncharted 2? That's insanity. uh, Obviously, Robin, are you on the right side of history here? You're an Uncharted 2 I'm on the right side of history. Uncharted 2 is clearly the much better Yes, uh, by a landslide, I feel that way. Uncharted 3 always just, like, just thinking about it makes me frustrated. (laughs) Because, <laughs> like, I still like it, but there is so yeah. much wrong with the game that is, like, 100%. undeniable to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 yeah. the story has a bunch of plot holes. There, uh, You can literally tell that, like, well, man, I don't know where to even start with this. Like, <laughs> can, Yes, I'm so happy with this result. <laughs> you can literally tell, like, okay, so basically, Uncharted 3, first of all, was, was rushed. Um the reason why is that, like, well, basically, they, they already put a release date uh, on it. The moment they revealed the game, they took only two years to make it, which was the exact same time span as 1 and 2. However, at that same time, they also already had a little or, or a significant portion of the team put on The Last of Us. So they worked on it with a smaller team. Then at the same time, a bunch of stuff went wrong during the development. Like, for example, uh, you have the character Cutter, right? Charlie Cutter. A lot of people like Ugh. his character. but. Ugh. He just randomly breaks his leg through the game, uh, you know, throughout the game, basically, in the middle part or whatever. And yeah. all of a sudden, he's out. And he doesn't show up ever again. Uh, Literally ever again. Literally <laughs> oh, yeah. never again. <laughs> yeah, now, now, listen, the reason why is because his actor got cast for The Hobbit and he had to leave to New Zealand to go shoot The <laughs> Hobbit. So they actually oh. made him break his leg because of this. <laughs> oh, hilarious. my God. Wow. Wow. wow, That's, wow, wow. That, yeah. That's so funny. I never knew that. that. But... Again, so there's like a lot of plot holes in that way. Also, like uh, Talbot, one of the villains, he does a bunch of weird shit. Like he literally gets shot and then somehow uh, uh, survives it later. And you never find out why he like walks behind the corner and all of a sudden disappears. And it's never explained shit like that. At the same time, the game has huge pacing issues, um, Mm -hmm. especially like in the first half of the game. Uh, you, You can really tell like they had this sort of, list of locations and set pieces in mind that they desperately wanted to do like oh we need to have we need to one-up ourselves we need to have this plane set piece we need to have the boat set piece the burning shadow and so they just the 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 goddamn cruise ship that thing drives me when someone was telling me uncharted 3 is like the best one i was like that whole section could have been cut and it would do nothing to change the whole story and that, that's what yeah. I mean. It's like, for example, they were like, okay, we need to have this cruise ship board. That would be super cool, right? And it is cool game from a gameplay perspective. However, the problem is that they literally sell Drake this lie that Sully is somehow on the ship and they make you play four entire chapters just to get to this cruise ship and stuff only to find out, oh, he was never actually there. It's, yeah. They are just making up <laughs> reasons for you to play these levels. It's, mm. it's so, it yeah. feels so inorganic. And that's the big difference between even a game like Uncharted 1, which a lot of people will criticize for being, I guess, not varied enough because it's just on one island. But I really like that sense of focus that it has. It, it feels, 
yeah, it feels focused, like they had a vision, you know, and Uncharted 2 does it great too, where like basically from the fifth chapter on, all the way until the last chapter, 26, it all happens uh, organically. You, you actually go from these, you travel through these locations, you know, you never see a second that Drake doesn't see in the game, if that makes sense. And then Uncharted mm -hmm. 3, it's constantly jump cut. Oh, we're now going from London to France, to Syria, to Yemen, to the desert. It's, 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 yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff wrong with the game as far as not feeling organic and stuff. Then there's also game, yeah, I don't want to go on a rant or something here, but like, <laughs> oh, no, I love no, it, I love it. There's also gameplay issues. They try to completely change around the melee system and stuff, but for the worse, mm. like they were just changing it just to change it. And it, you know, I don't even get it because it's like the AI has never been good in Naughty Dog games, but somehow in Uncharted 3, the AI is the worst it's ever been. Like enemies literally appear drunk. You hit them, they don't react to being hit. They do that in the first game even. In the third game, they don't react at all. The shooting feels awful to me. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, those are some of my complaints, I guess. Well, yeah. I find it, I find that so funny because there, there is that debate. And I, I didn't play the Uncharted games um, when they came out. I pl when Uncharted 4 came out, I never had a PS3. So when Uncharted 4 came out, I finally got a PS4 mm -hmm. and I played all four Uncharted games in two weeks. Like, just binged them. And it was, yeah. like, one of the best things... Because I've, I've never binged a game series in my life before. I've always, like, had um, jumped in at least by the second game or something. But I just fucking loved it and i'd heard three was so good and i was like uncharted 2 was a fucking masterpiece i yeah, thought yeah and then i played three and i was like i didn't really like it was fine like it was fine but it was not nearly as good as two and then thankfully no. four is just so like i thought yeah it was so 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 amazing yeah um but yeah I, i'm always curious about that debate james i'll give you an example of the type of person that thought three is better than two and oh it's, don't uh, tell greg, me it's greg miller and you know oh, i was yeah. gonna say that i thought you were gonna Call say Moriarty eddie as well Oh my god! Does Colin really think that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin always uh, says three. Oh, he, I'm not having he that. He was he was on two podcasts ago. We should have I fucking talked. We should have said something. Oh, I god. didn't know that. That does not I sound thought... like a Colin take at all. Come yeah. on, Colin. Ugh. But he will say like he will say that he's convinced if Uncharted three had come out before two that people would have felt the reverse way. I guess that three would be considered the better game. But I don't agree at all. Like mm. I look at these very objectively and not from a standpoint of just nostalgia there is seriously a lot of stuff wrong with uncharted 3 and you can't really say the same about uncharted 2 so have you have you had a sit-down conversation with colin moriarty about this no, no, no can i can james and i be the mediators <laughs> and, oh and God, have the yes. two of you come together and yeah. discuss this because just this singular debate i, yeah. I need oh, to I'd i need to, to see that to happen see it. oh that'd be incredible <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he's not as passionate about it anymore, though. But like, uh, <laughs> as somebody who like play, has played through these games, like I don't even want to know. Probably like 30, 40 times or something at this point. Like holy yeah, shit! I, I can't. Oh, you know, this shit. is this is my Assassin's Creed. You know what? What Assassin's right, no, Creed totally. is totally considerably better. And and, and also Uncharted is considerably better. Yeah. That, considerably I less that depressing well. of a thing to be obsessed. Yeah, with. isn't it? So, isn't it so funny? Like James and I are obsessed with it in a way, even though we don't like it anymore. We're still obsessed with Assassin's Creed. But we, even us, the Assassin's the it. Assassin's Creed guys could go to you and be like, you have the better franchise. We agree with you. It's just, it's objectively true that your franchise is way better. Way yeah, better. But, but even then, I also have stuff to complain about. So I guess Uncharted 3 is my AC Odyssey or something. So uh, yeah. oh, if, if Uncharted 3 is your AC Odyssey, you're fucking lucky. Because we've got a lot. We've got a lot more than Odyssey. The, uh, I don't even want to begin. But yeah. No, let's not talk um, about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I'll fucking yeah, 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 you're not, on no, no, no. I'm not yeah, no, that. that's all right. That, no, that's all right, mate. 
That's all right. Um, but <laughs> yeah, um, Uncharted Four is that your favorite or is it two? Uh, I don't know. I go back and forth. Like I like them for different reasons. That's the thing. Uncharted Four is quite different from the other three in the fact in the way that it is slower paced. Um, but at the same time, because of that, it really gets to expand on like the the, the I think the story is easily the best in Uncharted. Oh, 4. and the performances in yeah, Four are so absolutely. unbelievable. Absolutely. It has, you know, some of my favorite moments for sure. It's like Uncharted 2, I think, is the masterpiece in terms of pacing. And, yeah, for sure. And the environments, uh, you know, I personally prefer the environments a bit more because they're more exotic. They stand out more. In Uncharted 4, it's, you know, the environments are still like, you know, a lot of it takes place in Europe and then you go to Africa. But it's it's not as, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it doesn't stand out as much as like Nepal and um mm. Tibet and everything in, in Uncharted 2 but the, like the setting of 2 definitely stands out a lot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. so that that one yeah so Uncharted 2 is like my favorite setting and pacing and also the character banter is really good in Uncharted 2 and 4 yeah. doesn't have that because it doesn't focus on that as much it focuses on giving the characters like a great send-off you know and so mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. yeah I, I I love that one for more of its like emotional impact and and uh the story and everything like that would you say that um this actually this is interesting so uncharted lost legacy mm -hmm. where does that fit in for you because i if, honestly i think that's i'd prefer to play that than like three and one i'd put it right in the middle mm. um uh, I, I don't know it's like i i felt that way in the beginning kind of like oh yeah it's definitely better than three and it's probably on par yeah well i actually like i don't know i i have like a i have a thing for uncharted one i actually really like that game yeah. uh but like yeah, so the more I played The Lost Legacy, though, the less I, I like, I would even, I, I don't know, man. It's like, it's objectively absolutely a better game than 3 because it's, it's, it's less flawed. There are, there's little wrong with The Lost Legacy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but it also doesn't really have the same impact as any of the other games have because you're playing as Chloe and uh, Nadine alongside and it's like, you know, it's not the same as playing with Drake, Solly and Elena, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. But I, th I guess yeah, I was just so surprised because Chloe's at least a character we liked. Nadine, I wasn't that big a fan of in full, but I really loved her by the end of this. Like, it was a great, I think because my expectations were lower that it just was yeah, like, wow, yeah. this was amazing. I actually really loved these characters and, and of course, spoilers, um, Sam showing up. I was like, oh shit, like, you know, this, mm -hmm. is, a, this is a nice little crew. If, if we can't play as Nate, which I, you know, wasn't expecting to, this was a nice little side piece, I guess. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not, yeah. I'm not like, I'm totally not mad that it exists or something. Like it's, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that it does. Like it's, it's a cool, it's a cool uh, spinoff, a cool thing to have on the side, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uncharted 5 have you heard anything about this uh, I've not uh, well not officially but like uh, yeah see this is the thing because we've heard things and when I say we've heard things I mean Colin yeah, on this podcast yeah. literally yeah. goes he goes oh I mean they're making another Uncharted game which I mean I presume it's uh, with uh, uh, Nate's daughter and I'm like um wait what <laughs> like he said it in a way of that's like he, he was telling us like he knows like he didn't say huh. it like I've heard. He just goes, "Well, you know, the uh, Naughty well, Dog said, and they're doing the, this, but it's not the, the same team. Is, it's like the side team." And I'm like, Wait, yeah, what? "Yeah, no." The the thing is, we have heard uh, rumors already. There is apparently a, a brand new studio that Sony is uh, or has started now a couple of years ago, um, and a lot of ex Naughty Dog people have joined that team. They haven't. Sony still to this day has not officially announced the studio at all, but we right. know that it exists. Mm. 
Um, okay. no. So there's a, yeah, there's a couple Neudog employees there and a couple other ones from like highly respected development teams, I guess. And it is basically um, assumed that they are indeed working on like an Uncharted. I mean, it wouldn't be called Uncharted 5, I assume, but like sort of like, I guess, a you can't call it a reboot, but more like a restart, I guess. Because yeah, they would probably like have Drake's daughter be the protagonist or something. Um, but, but Is it too soon, do you think? Well, I, I don't know. See, it's been like already three to four years since, well, four years since Uncharted 4 came out and three years since The Lost Legacy. Uh, and you'd also mm. have to imagine that like this, this thing is still not coming out for at least two or three more years, uh, most likely. True. So, I, you know, it's, I guess it's sort of like the God of War situation. Uh, the new God of War actually came out surprisingly quick following Ascension still. Ascension was like the last one that was 2013, I think. And then, and then mm. the new God of War was like, 2018 so there was like five years right. in between there um, yeah i didn't think about that yeah yeah it's it felt longer for sure uh yeah, that's true. but uh, you know the, i mean you just have to like i don't even know if i want it because again there is only there is only a chance that they're gonna fuck it up you know um but at the same time it's like you have to look at it objectively and, and go like yeah listen uncharted 4 is actually still the most sold ps4 exclusive to this day uh, it's sold like really? I think, yeah, yeah. It, it's you know, I, I guess Spider Man will eventually outsell it in total sales. It did sell better at launch, Spider Man, but at that point, there were also more, you know, PS4s out in the wild. So, uh, mm. it's it has like 16 to 18 million copies sold, I think, on Shorted 4. And it's Shit. like, of course, they're gonna continue it because it's too big of a franchise, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why would why would you not? They they want to yeah. look into ways to to still do it, but it's going to be a different developer, and maybe that's that's actually good because you know you get a more fresh take on it. But at the same time, it's kind of concerning, I guess, too. You know, as a as a huge fan, that like please don't please don't mess it up. You know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Naughty Dog, there's been some uh, big news. Yeah. Over the last couple of days, um, that. The Last of Us Part 2 has pretty much leaked, or has completely leaked uh, online, all the story, the gameplay, everything. Is I'm, I'm a bit unsure, is the game playable for people? Are people like managed to get copies or something? Or is it just the fact that it's like all online to watch? No, it's, it's, it's coming from a dev kit. So it's somebody who actually was able to somehow get their hands on a, on a, on a PlayStation 4 dev kit with the game on it, uh, in, you know, work in progress. And he just, or he or she just uh, released, like at this point, literally there is 90 minutes of footage out there uh, of the game of various parts, including the biggest moments, you know, from beginning to end. Uh, yeah, and so, you know, essentially everybody is able to figure out what the, what the entire plot line is basically gonna be. Of course, we don't have the, co the full context yet of what happens in between those moments, but we, Fuck. We kind of know already how the full game is going to play out. Far yeah. out. Yeah. Have, have, have either of you seen any of these leaks? I've seen it all. Oh, oh holy God. shit! Jesus! Holy what the fuck shit! Compelled you to do Stay that. away from me! Like the the power of Christ <laughs> compels you. The power uh, of Christ compels you. I wouldn't yeah, want to do it, you... but the problem is that I'm just going to get spoiled the shit out of me by random people on Twitter and stuff. Uh, you know, because I talk about about Naughty Dog games a lot, sure, so it's yeah. like I was going to see the spoilers anyway. There is hardly a, you know, well, I didn't actually watch the full 90 minutes, but I skimmed through most of it, you know. Uh, I saw mm -hmm. 
I saw most of the big moments. Obviously, basically. we're not going to talk about specifics of anything. No, no, in this no, podcast, no, no, no. Just oh, so yeah, the yeah. viewers know. Just yeah, so just so yeah, everyone knows. Don't click off. Nothing, we're not gonna talk about nothing will be talked that, about yeah. spoilers in this nothing. because I, James and I don't want to know. Like I don't want to <laughs> no, know. At all. We don't want to know. Just like, as much as you guys don't. But know. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little bit giddy yeah. right now. The fact that someone here knows. Like I'm like, oh fuck, this is crazy. Um, Are you like aware of the reception to it though? No, I think... and I don't want to know that either. Okay, that's okay, no, I okay, don't want right. to know that either. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, oh god, that's even more terrifying. I feel like um, <laughs> that seen... is the interesting part. <laughs> I've oh, seen multiple. God. I've seen multiple different takes on it. I've seen people that are both sides of the fence on this, although maybe uh. some more more on one side than the other, um, which is interesting. But obviously, okay, we won't talk about it. But um, oh, yeah. that's I'm so scared. <laughs> I feel like. I feel there's like one, you're in a school class and you're not supposed you know when they're like not supposed to be talking or laughing and I feel like like I keep giggling like that's yeah. the excitement I feel right <laughs> now um I yeah there's one there was one analogy I heard someone use and that was um interesting um but yeah I don't want to I guess I won't say what it was yeah but it was, I don't want to hear the analogy because that, and I'm that, like that, that's nah. okay um right okay um you want to move on no, I don't. I want to. I do want to sit here for a second on this. Um, okay. I guess well, we can Robin... talk a bit about like where it came from. I guess because yeah, uh... that's what I, I wanted to talk about. Your thoughts on like the fact that it happened and and, and I mm. I guess I guess in some ways a reception without the specific like oh I thought I don't like this or I really like that sort of thing like not like that uh. specific. I guess I I'm curious, Robin, what you thought like you going through it. Did you go through it because you? Because I saw you tweet out the, pretty much telling people, "Hey, look, it is real. Don't avoid it." Uh-huh. Sort of thing. Yeah. It, it was part of it. Did you feel like it was your duty to be like, so people don't look it up? Yes, it's real. Don't do it to yourself. Well, yeah, it's just because I know I have a huge naughty dog, uh, uh, you know, audience that like loves their games, and I was really looking forward to the last of Sport too. So I'm just trying to warn them, basically, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because the story that at first kind of uh, was the one that everybody ran with was that this was somehow like a disgruntled employee who actually leaked all this stuff uh, because they were like unhappy with, uh, you know, some payment situation or something like that. Or, you know, it's like, there's a lot of stories being made up, but, um, and everybody sort of ran with that story. Like it was literally widely reported on by websites that that was apparently it, but there was never any proof of that. And I myself also, like I said that from the beginning, I find... I find it very questionable that this was actually an employee because if it was, that person would not have a, literally have a life anymore after this in the game industry. Like, that person is not only going to get removed from Naughty Dog, they would never be able to find a job again for doing something like this. Uh, Like, this is insane. We've never seen this happen to a game, especially not one that is so story-driven where this is, like, the vital thing that you don't want to happen. Like... If you know, if any sort of more gameplay-driven game gets gets leaked, its story nobody really cares. But because it's The Last of Us, it's like that's what the whole game sort of depends on, almost. You know what I mean? Do you think um, it could be a family member of a developer? Yeah. So, uh, so uh, one thing I can say that doesn't give anything away is that there were actually uh, certain subtitles in the leaks that were like Brazilian Portuguese or something, and also right. Uh, so, so you know, it's it's possible that it could be some localizer who was working on, uh, you know, yeah, like localizing the game. Yeah, um, right. And then somehow maybe the dev kit got stolen, or yeah, it could have been a family member or something like that. But it's very interesting because Sony has most likely still not caught this person. 
for sure. So more yeah. can get leaked though in the future because actually on uh, on I think it was Sunday that the first uh, kind of things leaked, and at that point it was just like five to six pretty major cutscenes that got leaked. Uh, however, more still uh, uh, got leaked following that. Like on Monday, we actually got uh, some cutscenes pertaining to the ending, most likely. Then on Tuesday, we got a full 90-minute video with everything combined and even more stuff. So it's Is like it on more YouTube? stuff keeps. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not sure. I mean, you can probably find it because there's people re-uploading it. But I have. Yeah. I mean, I have links of it. But it's like you know, there is also uh, other sites where people upload it. So. Because yeah, YouTube right. is obviously trying their best Trey to take can, it down and stuff. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, like, I, I'm not a bit even a big like Last of Us person. Like, I really enjoyed The Last of Us. I hate, mm. I hate zombie anything. Like, <laughs> I, I don't like zombie movies. I don't like zombie games. I don't like zombie shows. Anything to do with zombies, I'm out. But The Last of Us was like the only thing I've ever um, played, watched, or viewed or anything that I was like, wow, that was really good. Mm. I think uncharted is significantly better i'd rather play uncharted any day of the week than last of us but the last of us part two is like the next big game yeah and it's the the way if you know i played uncharted 4 and then i went back and played the last of us and obviously uncharted 4 in terms of a technical aspect to it is mm. so advanced in performances and mm. i would love to see that done again with the last of us part two and see where these characters go so even though yeah i'm not a big last of us person but i don't want anything spoiled here i guess it's because maybe it's partly because I'm, I'm on that in between where i don't care enough that i'd, I'd search for it or, or want to see or worry about it but enough that i'm like hey look i don't want to know anything i don't even want no reactions i want to go on so blind to this like i just feel i feel bad for you robin that this has been spoiled for you and oh, that experience i don't is... i don't mind that much because just like you it's like you know i never felt the like i was you know, I never considered Last of Us to be one of my favorite, favorite games, if you know what I mean. I, I like, I don't know, it's, you know, you, you get a lot of people that do feel that way, of course, and that's great for them. But, like, for me, I'm, I'm kind of fine with it. Like, I don't even really mind it that much, honestly. Uh, it's kind of, it's you know, funny to know at the same time, because, again, this has never happened. So it's, it's sort of unprecedented. Um, but, like, I'm still, you know, obviously looking forward to the game. And I'm still, you know, even though you know certain spoilers, you're still interested to see how things will get there, right? Like, again, you lack the context completely in between. So, it's not like it's... I don't feel like it's completely ruined for me. Although, I would say if this was Uncharted, then I'd be probably heartbroken right now that I knew all this stuff in advance. But, yeah. Mm. If, if it was Uncharted, would you have watched it all? No, no, I definitely would have tried to stay away from it. But it is very hard because, again, it's like we're content creators. You know, we have huge audiences and comment mm. sections and stuff yeah. like that. And oh, it's, it's sort a of fucking disaster. Yeah. With, like, with, Assa like... with Assassin's Creed, like back in the day, you get yeah. people would just tweet, like, the ending mm. at me. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. why? Yeah. Like, what do, you, what do you think I want that? I don't, I don't understand. Mm. Like, it's so yeah. strange. But people will just do that, so it is tough. But that's the internet. One person can ruin it for a lot of people. You know what I mean? It's you just, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, sadly, there are those trolls. You know, they exist. There's some people yeah. that just want to watch the world burn. So they like I've literally <laughs> yeah. seen on social media now because again, it's like that's <clears throat> the nice thing. I can at least see what's going on now as well. Um, like I've seen some accounts that are uh, purposefully sort of targeting huge fans of the game and like just spoiling it for them. Oh, you know, like. Fuck. Any sort of regular person, fan that's like saying, oh, I'm so excited for the game, they're targeting them and just randomly, it's like, you know, three words, four words, five words, and it's like, yeah, you just read those and you've been spoiled, you know what I mean? 
That's so crazy. I can't imagine wanting to do that to another person. That's so weird. And it's not not like it's like, oh, just jump off social media for a week. It's so long until the game comes out for this to happen. Like, it's so ridiculous that how early this has happened. When does when does Last of Us Part Two come out? When's the release date? They have now revealed that it's June nineteenth, so that's in yeah, okay. I think seven weeks from now. That's se- that's so that's long insane. for for the for the spoilers that are out there. For if, from what you guys are saying, like that's so long. Well, funnily that's enough, so funnily enough, it was probably going to be much later actually because Sony had indefinitely delayed the game at first um, mm. when the original reveal date was like May twenty ninth. Uh, and it's actually, it seems to be these leaks that have now forced them to to release the game this, you know, relatively early. Fuck. Uh, it would have been so way later, crazy, actually. Man. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. disaster. They've pushed, they've pushed Ghost of Tsushima as well to make room, I assume, for yeah. The Last of Us so they don't re- release too close together. Or yeah, they yeah, are yeah. still releasing within like a, like a month of each other. Um, mm but uh yeah i was actually crazy. curious from you like like uh, you know because again i know mm. what, what's going to happen and stuff and i obviously won't say anything but for you both like what are you sort of expecting or hoping from it like what would you consider to be sort of what you want from it god like as a satisfactory sort of story yeah um i do you know what i haven't really thought about it too too deeply i think it's been more of a mystery to me than anything i've stayed quite away from any uh, rumors and speculation and everything um since mm. day one Mm. Uh, so really going off of just the trailers and and, and things i guess oh, i guess i honestly don't know like i actually have never thought about what would be satisfying for this game um yeah i don't know tyler have you got any ideas because i'm actually at a loss like i've just I sort guess, of been like i've not really thought about it i'm not someone that's like uber invested in like that first game is Did like so pure i just said uber <laughs> dude i'm I saying cool beans earlier like i'm saying i don't fucking know what i'm saying um but um I'm not like super invested in that first game story. Like I really enjoyed it for what it was uh, and I love the characters and everything, but I don't think I'll go into uh, last of part two and finish it and be like, Oh, I can't believe they like made that first game thing. Like not relevant or they, they like, what was the whole point in it? Like if it's an individual standalone, good story from start to finish, um, and I enjoy my time with the character performance is really good. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I feel like let's, you know, just based on some things you guys are already saying, like the fact that you have to say, Oh, have you heard about the reception? I'm like, I feel like people hate it. And that <laughs> if that's the case, then I feel like I'll be probably someone that doesn't, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, unless it's like really just poorly written, like pointlessly killing characters or something like that. And it just feels like anticlimactic. Then, then of course, if it's bad yeah. writing, it's bad writing. But, um, I guess what I want from it is it's called part two, right? Like I feel Mm. like it's got to follow on from what happened in the first game in terms of Ellie, um, being like the cure or a potential cure. That story still has to continue. If it's called part two, um, you know, it's not the the last of us subtitle. It's last of us part two. So there has to be a story there. That's, I feel like there's not going to be a part three, I feel like this is like the story, at least for Joel and Ellie. So I'm interested to see 
um, what mm. happens, of course. But I, I, my only expectation that I really want from it is that that's the story we're following. Um, but who knows what's happened? Obviously, there was speculation early when the first trailer came out that Joel's been dead the whole time and Ellie's just seeing him. Like there was that sort of thing. Like, but I don't think that's the case based on what we've seen now. But who mm. knows? Like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I think mainly the the main thing that I thought they'd pick up on or do something with is the the final ending of the Last of Us Part One, which was. Um, Ellie asking about what happened with the fireflies and Joel lying. Um, mm. That that would then come back into play at some point. Has to. It ha- literally. It has to. The only expectation yeah. I have is that at some point that comes up. Well, have um, you both? Have you both seen but, like uh, all the trailers? Then essentially the 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 you know the the official trailers. Mm, yeah. Most of them, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. Because because that's the thing. It's like you already see kind of in there that like the whole lie of the first game at the end of the first game. You know, that's like. I don't necessarily, and again, this has not gotten leaked or something, so this is not related to that. But um, like, I was never really sure if the if the lie itself is going to be some huge moment, like oh, now they're going to talk about it, and it's going to be you know like uh, like yeah, it's going to be some huge plot twist or something for Ellie, because like that's the thing, Ellie was kind of aware at the very end of the first game that she was being lied to, right? And so yeah, you yeah, already. Yeah, you already kind of saw the implications of that in the trailers, in the way that she seems more distant from Joel. So, like, that's how yeah. they're, I guess, sort of subtly continuing that that storyline in particular. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense because, yeah, I think when you, when you when you say it like that, when you watch the ending of the first game, the way she asks the question is, isn't is to see what the answer is to the question. It's more to see if Joel will be honest with her or not. Exactly. And yeah. when, he says, when he says that he promises that he's telling the truth, she's like, okay, so you're lying to me. Mm. And she feels disappointed in him. I think yeah. that's what her final line when she says okay is yep. sort of representing. So right. that then leads into the last of us part two in which, yeah, I, I assume she's she's distant from him. And I would think if that's the case then, what I would probably want is them to become closer together again and to work through it would probably mm. be my expectation. Um, but, you know, who can know? And I'm sure... Um, I'm going to have to avoid the comments of this podcast. I was about to say, dude, you're going to have to mute some words. You're going to have to mute some words. <laughs> I've, already, I can't... I've already muted so many words, but people will find a way, I'm sure. So I'll yeah. just, we'll just have to avoid. Uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm not reading the comments and I'd recommend no one read the comments of this podcast on YouTube. Yeah, it might That's be too probably. late. I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah can, hey, can. you can. Hey, you can you moderate can t- the comments. Yeah, yeah can do you that. do that for us? Yeah. Could you could you just tell us like if like screenshot comments for us and just send them yeah, to yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, sure like, thing. Sure this thing. one's okay. This one says, "Great, great podcast. Yeah. Thanks, smiley face." I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> well, Robin, yeah, it's a great Robin podcast." Is, I'm pretty sure Robin is a mod. Is he not on my channel? I'm not sure. Potentially, I, um, I if, you, if you are, then you can delete comments for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, if you feel like doing that, I'm not going to pay you for it, but like you know, <laughs> if you feel like doing that, the kindness of your own heart. You no, I'll, do. I'll definitely be going going over them. So uh, yeah, I'll make sure no, that if there's some cool. idiot there, uh, that, that comment's going to get deleted. So yeah, thank yeah. God, thank God. Um, some in other news outside of all all of that is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Two has had information come out. James, you want to go over um that information uh, yeah, i don't sure. i haven't really seen it all i i watched most of your video but i didn't mm-hmm. finish it <laughs> yeah yeah it's, i was doing it's something not, <laughs> i'm well prepared not, for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great deal of news um but it is interesting I, I i'm i'm not sure it was reported on as if it was news but i'm not sure whether it was that or whether it was a rumor um from memory but uh, essentially what they talk about is the way the world is going to be bigger now so they're aiming for bigger more of a larger scope um, whilst I think they're trying to keep the depth. They said more freedom as well is another word used in there. 
Um, what, what do you think that means? I think it refers probably to like climbing because climbing was pretty restrictive. And I think there's a lot of... I don't think the world was restrictive. and I just think they want more range of um, traversal. So I think maybe they've increased yeah. where you can and can't climb as well as like mounts you might be able to override. So maybe mm. you can do more there um, and maybe ride more of them and they'll give you different abilities. Like if you want one that's more for speed, another one that might be more of a sort of like a... You could use the weaponry on it or something. Um potentially you know have a giving player freedom with those um but the other interesting point that they brought up was the addition of a co-op mode whatever that means um potentially the the, the obviously the two ways that i think they could go is either you've got um co-op so that people can come into your game and you can play quests together or uh there's a separate mode which is co-op which i think would make sense to tie into like the hunter's lodge so that you and like three other friends or however many can um go and do these uh like i guess hunt machines together and like earn rewards for doing that together as part of like the hunter's lodge which i think would tie into you know the law um as well of the world so it wouldn't completely ruin your immersion if you're like jumping into one of these and it's like you and a bunch of other hunters and you're going down and hunting this big machine and like that could be fun um i wouldn't is there any is, is there any story information like is, was there word on the protagonist's aloy or have they gone another direction um, like I think it's assumed that it's Aloy, but I don't yeah. think it said. Ex- I don't think it explicitly said in the in the article we are playing as Aloy, but I would assume. Um, I, I think uh, yeah. Again, Assassin's Creed's burnt me too many times. I always get scared. But when I have yeah. these characters <laughs> I love, I'm like, don't move on. Well, don't do what Ubisoft always do. do and fucking just yeah. Don't just change characters. Be like, I know you're invested in that, but that doesn't matter. Uh, forget no. about it. That was last no, year. No, we're gonna. Go uh, we've Viking. got your money. We need oh, a yeah. Ha- hashtag uh, be a Viking. Like a Viking. Or, <laughs> like a Viking. Fucking <laughs> retarded. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess Aloy, I mean, it was the most assumed thing, right? Like, it makes no sense uh, that there'd be another character. Yeah, um, no. But have you, Robin, have you heard all, all this news and leaks and information? And, and what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I glimpsed over it, like, uh, briefly or I heard about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would assume that Horizon 2, uh, yeah, it was always obviously happening. You know, like you said, Aloy, Aloy will definitely be the protagonist because... There were even like, I mean, there were so many publications that called her like the next PlayStation icon. I thought that was a bit too over-exaggerated, honestly, but... Yeah, uh, a bit too soon, yeah. It's yeah, possible, like, but like a bit too soon. Yeah, maybe. Like, Gorilla, <laughs> Gor- Gorilla definitely definitely really like liked, I guess, what they set out with the first game. And they're going to just expand on that, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Co-op sounds cool. You know, yeah, it's probably going to be kind of the... the the usual like open world sequel just gonna get bigger and more refined and yeah uh, now yeah. horizon is on, to, to me top 10 favorite games of all time like i fucking love that game yeah, but we know. my my worry is my worry is it's it's in my goddamn profile picture me holding horizon now that's a joke <laughs> but it's still a, it's still true that i'm holding horizon in the in the picture um yeah. now now my thing here is and i want your thoughts on this what Horizon Zero Dawn was so good about it was that it was like a whole new world. There was so much mystery, so many things we didn't understand about it. And as you're playing it for the first time, you're like, whoa, like this world is so interesting. I want to learn more about this world. Like, where are we? Who is Aloy? And that was the big question that drove the story and, and Aloy as a character is that we didn't know who she really was and you want to learn that. Now, all those things have really been revealed in that first game. Hmm. What can the second game do to keep 
an audience really interested in it? Like, how does it... I, I just don't think it can have that same level of intrigue. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's that's hard to say, I think. I, like you said, <laughs> they did sort of resolve that storyline, I guess, for the most part in the first game. So they're just going to have to come up with something brand new again, I assume. Um, yeah, it's also going to be interesting if the setting, like if, you know, if this will take place sort of in the exact same part or if they're going to all of a sudden go to like a different part of the country or something or you know like that's that's all the ways in which they can obviously change it up but it, it's it is super hard to say yeah, yeah. i think uh, i think the i mean the main plot device i think they'll use is from the post credit scene um of horizon zero dawn where you've got silence uh talking to so it's like he's captured hades again um mm. and he's talking to him and he he says like he's got like oh, i've still got so many questions and he's like who's the who were the who were the masters that sent the signal that woke you I think that's the plot that they'll probably go down is um who woke hades and why did they wake hades and who are they what's their purpose um does it have any ties to you know um stuff that we, like systems that maybe were set up before the the old world fell or is it someone that's been able to use really utilize this technology um that's alive now um and on top of that in terms of where they're going like if they go to a new area i'd love to see because they did a lot of stuff like this obviously it's like a, it's a fantasy world that's set in a the, you know the aftermath of our world sort of thing which is what made it utah colorado um, yeah with the yeah, two states yeah. it kind of covers um yeah i think so um and i think it would be interesting to see them go somewhere somewhere new where there's some sort of civilization that's managed to actually use this technology really well they're not just like worshipping it and yeah that would be cool uh, they don't they right. don't have like kings and all of this stuff like they're actually a super advanced civilization and maybe they're the ones that woke hades maybe it was a mistake maybe it wasn't a mistake but they've been like watching everybody because they're like way more advanced because they've like got a grasp of this technology way before everybody else did sort of thing or maybe they were released from um hibernation or whatever sooner or or whatever happened um, but it'd be interesting to see that and see how Aloy takes to that because she's so used to her world that's all very tribal and um, medieval in some ways, depends on where you are. Um, it'd be nice to see if there's this super advanced civilization that's managed to use this tech um, to advance themselves and see what they're doing. That'd be that'd be quite interesting and a different take on the world to see how, how that could change things and the landscape of everything. It'd be, it'd be interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, what do you guys think of this co-op? feature to it i'm i'm neither here nor there about it to be honest it, it depends how they do it like if it's going to be um sort of a more s standalone mode you know or, or if it's actually integrated within the story i actually tend to always feel a little bit, a bit iffy when they do that because because for, for some reason whenever a game tries to do sort of a uh, uh, co-op in the story then the story will suffer from it mm. so yeah. like i actually would prefer if they just uh, yeah, just did more like a, a sandbox co-op mode, uh, you know, alongside the main campaign where like you can do quests and hunt, you know, some of those animals down and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally I'm, I'm agree. Yeah, totally sure. agree. Um, yeah, I, I, I think overall when it comes to Horizon, it, at first I was expecting it to be a, and you said this in your video, James, uh, yeah. a launch title. For the ps5 mm. i don't think it sounds like that's the case anymore i mm. think maybe that yeah, was probably yeah. the plan and the goal would have been a set to gorillas like hey we want this to be a launch of ps5 but obviously as development goes on things change um, well i said originally in that article that it was originally uh, being developed for the ps4 
yeah, um, yeah. and switched to the PS5. So I don't think it was ever meant to be a launch title, actually. Really? Unless, right. of course, they've switched it now to be a launch title. Maybe that's why they switched to the PS5. Maybe it was designed for the PS4, and then along the way, they were like, okay, we want to make this a launch title, let's put it on the PS5. But if yeah. they switched it to be developed for the PS5, I feel like that's almost not enough time to get it out for launch, which would be this year. Um, so, yeah, I'm starting to think maybe not, maybe next year. Um, uh, at the earliest, to be honest, with something else being a launch title, which, to be honest, like, what... That's a question, actually. What do, what do we think could be the launch title for the uh, for the PlayStation well, Five? Well, just just on that though, do we even think the Xbox Series X is coming out at the end of this year? I don't mm. necessarily think the PS Five is. You don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel I, like they couldn't. They couldn't. Uh, if the Xbox is coming out, they have to do it as well. That's that's how I feel. It's like either either both of them come out or both of them don't. That's how mm, I feel. Yeah. But I feel like they're going to struggle if they don't launch at the same time as the Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. Sony are getting pretty confident. I feel like That's they think true. they could. Yeah, they are a little bit, aren't they? So there's there's always that that element of they feel. I think they're, you know, that I mean, they can't get too confident because that could be their downfall if they get way too complacent with this lead they have on on Microsoft, where they know that you know they've got so many fans that are loyal to them, um, for good reason. Um, but you know, I I don't think they're gonna delay the 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 PS Five. I also don't think they really have any reason to either. Um, yeah, the so the thing I is also that like the, uh, the the like at launch they're gonna they're gonna sell out all the uh, all the units anyway. You know what I mean? Like like they they have a, a sort of hardcore enough audience that the first uh, five million units units they make at launch are gonna you know immediately be sold out anyway. <clears throat> so like. And that's also the thing with the launch titles. It's like the launch titles, they don't necessarily need to have a Horizon 2 as a launch title because mm. in in you know again that launch month, that's already like that's already set. They're gonna they're gonna sell all those five six million units that are rumored to be uh, made for launch. True. Um, it's especially mm. after that that they gotta keep the momentum up. So that's why they will want a Horizon 2 maybe to come out like early 2021. And then you know, follow that up with other exclusives like in the summer and the fall again. Uh, yeah, I, I think they will have other, They will still have launch games, but it's not going to be anything of the level of like Horizon Two. I think. I think uh, if we're talking about launch games, then we Knack already have. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's <Knack> what. <laughs> now we already have a pretty good idea that it could be uh, Blue Point. Uh, Blue Point's next game, which is like a not a remake. Okay. They are the ones who did the Shadow of the Colossus remake and Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. Um, uh, they were talking about Bluepoint already in one of the very early PlayStation 5 articles that they can, you know, that they specifically mentioned Bluepoint as like a developer that says, yeah, we're working on something and it's, you know, we can't wait to utilize all the features. So I think their next remake is going to be like a launch game. And yeah, speaking of Knack, like Sony Japan always tends to have some title alongside. I assume it's something brand new again. Um, but that'll honestly be enough. That combined with like a bunch of backwards compatible versions or updated versions, I should say. You know, you can play Last of Us Part 2 in 60 frames. You can play Ghost of Tsushima in 60 frames per second. That's going to be enough to like God of sell War, the system to the gonna, hardcore gamer. Yeah, the God of War is going to be on there. Um, yeah. There's, mm -hmm. you know, I've heard like how that's going to run on there with no load screens apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it doesn't then, have the screens, does it? Though it already does. Well, you've just got the fast travel, right? Um, oh yeah. yeah. Unless they just literally took out. But th there's some story there that would kind of suck. Anyway. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Any. Anywho. Uh, 
the other thing though is you've got xbox series x which we know is launching with halo which i think i think but the thing is like you Doesn't said halo playstation after, playstation doesn't no, need launch. What do you, no it's a launch oh, really? title oh, okay. yeah wait so when does title. the xbox come out is it december and day of december Ah. well yeah we don't know that yet but somewhere in the fall i assume yeah. normally it's like november actually that yeah they that's what i thought but i, I swear yeah. halo was coming out december or, no, 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 it just says holiday. It just says holiday. It just says holiday. That's yeah. weird. I don't know where I got December from. But okay. that's the same with that's the same. With, that's what they're saying about like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's the, that. I assume they're going to try yeah. to time it. They're not going to do by the, by the looks of what they did with Black Flag, where they released on the 360 and the PS3, and then a month later it'll be out on next gen as well. It sounds like it's a next gen game. Well, it's well, it's cross gen. I doubt it. Yeah. It's cross gen. They've already said it's Xbox. No, Xbox no. But, Xbox sorry. What I what I mean by that is you like mean it'll launch it'll, with the next gen. Yeah. And it'll I don't think I don't think they're gonna have no, 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 a pre release. No, 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 it won't, no it'll, it's coming out before because they've said it it um, uses the Xbox uh, Series X smart delivery uh, system thing, uh, which is if you buy it on Xbox One, you'll be able to play it on Xbox Series X. Right. Um, okay. I didn't see that. To buy the game again, so it comes out before the Series X comes out. Right. No, I didn't see that. Okay, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. I guess I guess Xbox need that more than PlayStation, right? Like you said, Sony are going to sell their their launch copies, whereas Xbox are on the front foot. They need a Halo to launch. They need a big game to be like, hey, look, you buy our new console, you get a Halo game with it. You know, you get like a dead I, I, FPS I, franchise. <laughs> hey, I love man. Halo. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we hope. There's just you know it's 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 either it's this or bust. We've not seen Halo. we have not seen Halo at all, and they've got the, this Xbox event on Thursday, but they're only showing third party games apparently. Yep. Uh, the first party games are for uh, in the summer, like in June, mm. uh, whenever they decide to do it. Which is crazy that we've not seen we've really not seen Halo Infinite at all. Um, they've shown like they've done like two trailers, and that's it. And both of them show like a lot of nothing. Um, which is very interesting that they've not shown anything. I don't. Is that worrying? Is that does that mean they're not ready or? Uh, or they've they spent off? a lot of time on this. Like they were releasing Halo games every two, three years, and then after Halo Five and the absolute bomb that that was, um, mm-hmm. in terms of audience reaction, um, they've it's been you know Halo Five released in what twenty fifteen. So it's five years in between Halo Five and Halo Infinite. They've spent mm-hmm. that extra time. Um, and I think partly for they wanted it to be an Xbox launch title. I think part of the reason was they gave them more time. They would have wanted it earlier, but they're like, we need a Halo to launch. And to Xbox, there was a big mistake with um, the Xbox One, I feel, was Halo 4 came out the year before the Xbox One, and then the Xbox One came out and you didn't have a Halo game on it for two years, over two years before you had a Halo game on it. Other than mm. the Master Chief Collection, but that like you know like, it's not really the same thing. Your biggest first party franchise, your biggest selling point, the face of Xbox is a character still Master Chief after twenty years. Yeah, you probably need to work on that because that's an issue. I think. Yeah, um, you probably need some more, don't you? Probably yeah, try a bit harder. Yeah, which I mean, in fairness, Microsoft they've spent the last four or five years doing that, building these studios, um, some from scratch. Uh, and working on these first party games so hopefully because competition only means better games for all of us so i really hope xbox first party titles smash it and are amazing um whether it's a new ip or a halo or a fable or something like that but 
that'll only mm-hmm. push Sony to not be complacent. Yeah. Because granted, Sony came out, I felt too early with all these, like a couple of years, like three years, like 2017, they had all these trailers for games that weren't coming out until forever from now, even 2016, like the Death Strandings and Ghost of Tsushima's Last of Us Part 2s. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. That's fucking three years away. Why am I, why, why would I be excited about that yet? Um, but now they have The Last of Us Part 2 coming out, Ghost of Tsushima coming out. And that's all we really know about. Yep. Like, there's rumors, obviously, mm-hmm. for Horizon 2, but now you've got a PS5 that fucking they're not saying shit about. Everyone keeps saying, shouldn't there be an event? Shouldn't there be an event? I thought, I, they're going to do one this week. They're going to announce it this week. And then they don't. We haven't heard fuck all about the PS5 from Sony. And also, we haven't heard fuck all about any games now. And now I'm like, wait, where's the games? What's going on? Like, what, what's Sony's strategy here? I don't know. I, I really don't know. Waiting. I feel like they're waiting. They're um, fucking for sneaky bastards to make the first move. They're sneaky like bastards. They're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd expect probably by June we'll know about the PlayStation Five and some games. I would think yeah, um, they would have to at least show it now at some point. Yeah, yeah. Because if they're, if they're planning on launching same time as Xbox end of this year, um, and you know all of the hype goes on around June, even if E three is not happening, and even if I mean they weren't going to be at E three anyway. Um, They've got. I, I would assume they've still got their plan in place, which was, I would assume, some sort of uh, state of play or PS5 event to happen around that E3 time. So I'd, I'd assume June is probably when we'll find out. Do you well, think yeah, Sony PS5 wants to have the last Xbox. word here? Like, they want Xbox to reveal everything first, and then Sony will come out and be like, bitch, please, here's like what we've got going That's on. That's what they yeah, said yeah. last time, yeah. Yeah. Well, last time it was kind of the opposite, though, wasn't it? Because Sony was the first one. Sony came out in, like, February, and they said, screw it, we're going to do this event now. And Microsoft then Wait, followed in, really? like, May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was e- it, was, it, was, it was the E3 where it's like they both announced their consoles. We're like, oh, okay. But then at E3, Xbox went first and revealed way more, and everyone was like, what the fuck, that shit. Yeah, and then well, Sony was the next day, and they're like, ha! Ah, no, but well, you got to remember, remember, by E3, Xbox already had the negative stigma. So, right, like, true. Sony actually came out in February and they had this very, um, you know, like, it, it was, yeah, a very focused, you know, little sort of event. It wasn't super bombastic or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was a small venue where they did it in, but it was still cool. And they, at that point, already revealed games like Infamous Second Son, Killzone Shadowfall. Um, uh, wow. Yeah, like that was actually a really a, a really cool presentation. That's where Mark Cerny was also doing the tech talk. But at that point, he still had like a good reputation, and people actually liked it compared to the <laughs> the, the shit show that was a couple of weeks ago or whatever, whenever that was. But yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that was actually no, they did a great job with that. Everybody basically agreed with that. And then Microsoft, all of a sudden in May, three months later, had this absolutely terrible presentation mm-hmm. with Don Metric on stage with the whole TV, TV, sports, sports, Call of Duty thing. Uh, like they already had the bad stigma because it was all about like everything not related to games uh, essentially right and then at E3 Microsoft had this thing where like yeah they already had the bad stigma they showed cool games but then they announced the $500 price tag there were already bad stories going around about DRM and always online and stuff like that and then Mm. Sony had to had to you know their presentation a couple hours later or whenever that was and they're like oh yeah by the way guys you can still sell your games second hand or whatever and yeah, uh, oh yeah and the ps4 yeah. is 400 dollars. so they just yeah even though their presentation actually wasn't that great in terms of games that year it was just those things like throwing the direct shots at microsoft in a time where they were already damaged at that point that like mm-hmm. sealed the deal and that's what what got them to i think honestly 
kind of win this generation already at that point. Like that's oh, what yeah. gave them the it head over. start. It was yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah Ro- sure. Well, Robin, what do you think Sony are doing waiting now then? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. Like Sony has been, has been, you know, has been a little bit quiet in general the last couple of years. It's like, yeah, I don't like to see it like this. I also think that what they actually had in mind for the PlayStation 5 reveal is that they really, because they realized that the PS5 more than ever is going to have to mark sort of a very smooth transition. Like it's going to be backwards compatible. You want to maintain that success. So just like focus, especially on just the hardcore PlayStation fans once again, uh, getting them to immediately want to transition over and keep the momentum going, right? I think what they wanted to do is actually some huge PlayStation experience type sort of hype event, I guess, with a large audience of PlayStation fans cheering for them while they were talking about all these features. And then Corona happened. So now it's like impossible yeah. for them to do it. Mm. So now they just have to release some, some, you know, regular trailer on YouTube or do some state of play format, which they're not exactly great at. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, so they're in, a, in an awkward spot where like, I'm sure they want to delay it as much as possible and figure out what the best way is to go about it. Because their original plan probably is just you know they they their original plan was something else and they can't do that anymore at least right now mm. so well not this yeah. year not before this console comes out and, yeah. and that might cause console delays for both uh fronts as well yeah so i'm not sure i'm like uh, i'm leaning more towards that they're actually that they will just come out but mm. they're just gonna have to announce them in different ways and it's gonna be kind of an awkward um start to this generation compared to the la- like the last one was pure hype with all these presentations and like it was yeah. so cool and now you get you just get these random articles on a playstation blog showing you a picture of the new controller and it's like <laughs> okay yeah that's cool you know it's like it's gonna get trending on twitter <laughs> yeah. but it's not it's not hype you're not like it's not fun though no. yeah, yeah you're not waiting there with an audience on twitch for for this stuff to happen and like oh it's so you know exciting it's just it just happens mm. of, of you know out of nowhere yeah mm-hmm. it's strange it seems like xbox are the only ones really seem to be trying to do any of that stuff yeah um and i'm not hugely excited for xbox as it is so it's not it's not that exciting anyway um but yeah i don't know everything seems a bit slow and it, i think i mean i think you're right that there were other plans and they've had to reconsider and so mm. everything feels like it's uh, sort of coming to a halt and like people are trying to refigure things out and sort stuff and and whatever so i guess it makes sense and i guess we've got to deal with it because that's just how it is this year but um it's a bit of a shame but uh i mean i still look forward to seeing what they, whatever they do with the ps5 whenever they decide to do it um you know whenever whenever that might be but uh it is strange it's a strange strange year that's you know everything that's with everything's happening well, it's caused so many game delays and and a lot of things, yeah. Mm, yeah, I, I'm not sure what the state of the. Well, it's hard to think about this time next year what games will be out and where will the state of the games industry be, because you hear about people, you know, working on these games from home. Mm. And we'll, would you reckon that'll cause some leaks? For other games as well, where everyone's working on their games at home, they got family members there, and all you need is one brat, fifteen-year-old son that's just like, "Well, I'm, I'm gonna show my friends, um, <laughs> I'm gonna show my friends a Horizon Zero Dawn 2. and uh, yep. yeah, you know." Well, The Last of Us now proves that, right? Like, uh, it's very mm. fragile. What's going on? Like, there's probably a bunch of dev kits at home at this point, whereas normally these things are kept strictly to the to the offices of these studios, you know. And now it's like it's all out there, so. Yeah, this stuff can happen. You, you know, we might mm. see more of this. Oh, God, yeah. I hope not. 
Um, Ghost of Tsushima, we, we mentioned before, that's been pushed back. Um, likely, as we again said, because of The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, Robin, is, is Ghost of Tsushima a game you're hyped up for? Is is that the one you're most excited about this year, or is it just a, a passable one? Mm, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I, I'm, I'm definitely really looking forward to it, but it's like, I'm, I still have question marks, you know? It's like, I believe in Sucker Punch as a studio. I always like the infamous games and stuff. But the question will be is like, is this going to be another infamous in that way? Like as far as quality goes, like a, like a solid 8 out of 10 game, I guess. Or is this going to be like their real, you know, the first time they can really prove themselves and show like, now nah, this is actually a, a, you know, a game of the generation contender or something like that. That's, that's, the, that's the question I have because, you know, it's like the graphics look insane. The gameplay generally looked good. It's, well, I mean, it was like two years ago, so I forgive yeah. them that it still looked a little stiff at that point at times. You know, it's like they could have worked on that, and it's it's probably much better now. Um, yeah, we we just don't. I feel like we still don't really know enough about it. So I'm 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 just interested to be hopefully surprised. You know, that's yeah, that's what I I'm think, hoping for. I think I'm on the yeah. same page as you. I think James is probably more hard than I am. I am almost at this weird stage where I keep seeing gameplay, I keep seeing trailers, I hear people talk about it. I almost feel like Ghost of Tsushima is too good to be true. <laughs> that's where I'm sort of uh, at with it right now. I almost feel like I'm like, can it be really as good as everyone wants and is hoping it to be? Um, or, or is it just good marketing? You know, showing the right yeah. things, because like you said, there's a lot of question marks on it. I don't know, James. Am I am I off? I think I think from a I think I mean from what we've seen. I mean, a lot of people have said like because I made a video on it and talked about it, um, and a lot of people replied and was like, yeah, but you got to remember it's just a trailer. When the game comes out, it'll be ten times worse. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, for one, it's you know it's a Sony published game, so I doubt we're gonna. It's not it's not Ubisoft. So you know what they're showing in trailers is probably very close to what we're gonna see when the game launches. Um, and I think from a, like a the art style and visuals and the, the the composition I think is the right word of the way that they set up this environment looks incredible and it yeah, looks, looks very handcrafted in like when you're looking over like the way I think they've tried to make this world look is that wherever you're at in the world it's going to feel like you're looking at a painting it's not meant to feel like the real world it's meant to feel like a very stylized yet grounded world. And so when you're looking out over like um, on the top of a mountain, you can see all these trees and you can see like um, smoke rising from a fire somewhere and you can see the sea as well. It's all it's all perfectly crafted to look look gorgeous, not to look real. Um, and I think that's part of why the game is so interesting to me is that that if that's where they're going with the, the visuals of the game and that's the way the world looks and that's the way the world's designed, how is that going to tie into how they're handling story and gameplay? Um, are those going to be just your, your your sort of bog standard story and gameplay like where you're just like oh you're just on a revenge story and your gameplay is just like your basic fighting mechanics or are they actually going to look into those as well and try and craft those in a way that goes hand in hand with the way they've made the world feel and look are you going to is the game going to feel very different to play and is the story going to feel inspired and i think that's one thing that those are two things we don't really know a great deal about because like you said the last time we saw raw gameplay was years ago so um, has that been improved to, to look different and how does it feel when you're actually playing it? Um, and in terms of the story, it sounds interesting uh, and it sounds like it's a very personal, personally motivated story, but is it going to be interesting enough to break boundaries of what could be 
merely just an interesting story or is it going to take it to that level where you're incredibly invested in this very personal and emotional narrative and i think that's what the game needs to showcase even if it's like i would like to know a bit more maybe before release um where they're actually going with this um but i i've i've said for a while that i feel like this game is going to surprise us i feel like it's going to be one of those games that's going to come out of nowhere and be way bigger than people expected it to be in terms of what it's trying to achieve um i could be entirely wrong and it could suck but <laughs> that's my wild take on ghost of tsushima for, for some reason mm. well i feel like your let's see i feel like your opinion's what people are saying like they think it's gonna be the biggest thing ever and i'm like i just feel like it's almost like too good to be true Mm. well it's also uh, like the way the way they've approached like because it, it gives me a lot of faith seeing the way they've approached world design is like they've said it's not a regular open world game like you don't have a map you're not going to have uh, mission markers all over the place so that leads me to believe yeah, as well definitely the world in terms of game direction there's that. some great concepts they've talked about yeah um but whether mm. that executes is totally different i guess yeah, exactly. that's how i and feel I think about it on paper it sounds like they're really trying to make this experience interesting and new and fresh um and that's great. It just depends whether that translates to when you're mm. playing the game itself. Um, yeah. But for that exact reason, I'm excited for it um, because I want to see if they can do that properly and execute it. Yeah, true. True. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's the pretty much the majority of all the topics on the list. I did want to touch base with you, Robin, and, and kind of get a, a glimpse of what projects you're working on on the channel at the moment. Ooh, uh, I don't know. I just sort of go on a, you know, project to project basis. So I don't have like a lot of stuff. That's actually the thing. I actually feel like recently I've sort of been, uh, yeah, as, as, as much as it sucks to say that, but it's like, it's, I've sort of been lacking inspiration as well with everything that's going on. Like, I don't know, there's not, I don't feel like there are that many super exciting stories to talk about. This week was finally, you know, one of those one of those things where like this whole last of a situation is like insane and i'm i'm, I'm probably you know I'm, I'm right now uh writing a video on that so uh yeah that will probably happen in the in the near future i basically just want to talk about you know yeah not not full-on details or something about the spoilers but just what exactly went wrong here and how is that going to impact sales especially and like mm. what is sony going to do in terms of marketing uh with you know with everything that's out there and the reception to it and stuff it's very fascinating and again i'm not going to give anything away now because you especially because you don't want to hear it so uh <laughs> appreciate, you know, it. Like, appreciate it yeah though no, so i think there's a very fascinating sort of story to be speculated about there you know so that's that's what i'm working on uh, right now and other than that uh, I, I just hope that these next-gen consoles are going to get revealed soon and that there's a lot of news about new games coming out. This is kind of the season usually where this stuff gets announced, you know, just look at Assassin's Creed and stuff. Um, yeah. This is where mm-hmm. they start announcing the games now for the fall. So yeah. uh, it May should be June. an interesting May time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, have you done... Mm-hmm. I assume you probably have, but have you ever done a video uh, on the on the grand debate of Uncharted 2 and 3? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely made like videos, uh, like ranking the Uncharted games and then going into that stuff, you know. So true. Uh, yeah, and I, I did like, I did like two videos now for Uncharted one and two to sort of like really uh, t- 
talk about them in depth. Like I think both of those videos were like 40 to 50 minutes or something. Uh, yeah. You know, going through the whole game. And I will at some point do one for Uncharted 3 and 4 still in the future. But I want to kind of spread that out because it's like I already have this reputation of, oh, this guy only plays Uncharted, you know? So it's like right. I want to yeah. take my time between those videos and not just, you know, just be known as like an Uncharted channel. Because, you know, it's also like, let's be honest, Uncharted right now is on hiatus. It's not really that True. interesting to talk about anyway for most True. people. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I look forward to seeing uh, your Last of Us video because you know yeah, your yeah, thoughts yeah. are always super, yeah, super definitely. interesting. Yeah, should be cool. Uh, that's yeah. that's great. Well, um, Robin, appreciate you stopping by and joining us on the As yeah, Always no problem, podcast, um, and look forward to having you on. So we'd love to have you on again before the end of the year when all these games have been announced and we've got the consoles about to come out. Because that, yeah, I'd definitely love to hear your thoughts, especially after the Last of Us Part Two comes out and I played it. Like I want to, uh, I'll mm. definitely want to hear hear your yeah. thoughts on it then. Yeah, yeah, no, sure thing. I'll definitely, I'm definitely uh, prepared to uh, to come on again, and I'm looking forward, especially now to the uh, to the Assassin's Creed Valhalla talk for an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> we should just pretend you're still here yeah, like, yeah we've yeah. all yeah, organized yeah. beforehand how we're going to structure this but we should pretend you're still just here speaking we can need just a voice clip for like Wait, can after least, it's done can you at least give me a small tease is this going to be a shitstorm or how are you feeling oh well, okay, i was about to say i was like you you're more than welcome to be here for an hour if you really want to hear james and i talk about assassin's creed valhalla for an hour because that's what will happen i don't even you are more here, than welcome so, you know. you're more than welcome to stay if you'd like but that's up to you i was giving you a free out but if uh if you're no keen no to stay, no that's cool with me that you just discuss it um but i was just curious right now real quick like are you feeling positive about it or is it- <laughs> Uh, I guess not. Uh, yeah. I, think go, I think we're going to go in different directions. We're going to go, yeah, it's going to be very meandering. We're going to go all around. Uh, yeah, all right, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. this is like the guy that made your sort of, or, or, isn't this like the guy that made the games that you do like or something? Or? Yeah, it is. Some and and yeah. Uh, yeah, like this is the team that made Black Flag and Origins. And yeah. Doug McDevitt's come back and he's the writer of Revelations and Black Flag, which to me are the two best scripts uh-huh. in any Assassin's Creed game. So like in those ways, I'm excited about I know what Darby is going to do is going to be very good I, I know it's going to be a good script and a good character and a good story um, now the way they do the whole world and everything together like as much as I love Ashraf I do also understand he has a certain amount of control and he's also told to do certain things because I don't think he would want uh, character choices I don't think Ashraf if he could choose would have dialogue options in his games mm. I think he would want to make Assassin's Creed games like Assassin's Creed games should be done but I think because of the terrible studio objectively that is Quebec Ubisoft Quebec and and the higher ups uh, and investors at Ubisoft they've always been the death of Assassin's Creed so mm. I think they're, they've forced certain decisions microtransactions mm. character choices um, and all that sort of thing and dialogue options they're the reason that those are there and I think Ashraf only has so much power right can I so say I one thing it'll be better than Odyssey still that like really pisses me off about Ubisoft what's that please that, oh we'd love it this is our favorite they, thing that they always reveal their games with CGI trailers. Like, yeah. it's, See, it, I like it that doesn't tell me that. Because they like stopped that? doing it. Well, the thing is, right, it, it was back in the day with the original Assassin's Creed games, it was always super fun because you got a CGI trailer and then right away afterwards we'd get a gameplay demo. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. But they've stopped, they've stopped doing that. So they only <laughs> did CG trailers and then they uh. wait a while and then they do a gameplay demo, which is annoying. 
Um, well, I feel like there's going to be a demo next out, week. I feel like next well, week there's there going to be a demo with this they've Xbox. They've confirmed thing. there's one of the Xbox event. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I I liked seeing that they were back with the CGI trailer because they 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 didn't do one for um, Odyssey. They didn't, didn't deserve it. So for to be fair, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like make a so, good game. So. Yeah, like, yeah. They forgot to make a game. To be honest, when they made it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Characters, story, everything. They just really forgot everything. Up. They forgot what they yeah. were doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. They forgot how to animate. I tell you what, they fucking they forgot how to animate. Forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but so that was. I mean, that was nice. I mean, it was a shit trailer, but it was nice that they at least tried. I guess. Um, why yeah. do I care about this? I don't yeah. know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. Oh. Fuck. Oh, God, I'm scared for this conversation. Uh, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, well, yeah. Let's wrap this up, and then we can then we can do that. Yeah, okay. Robin, thank you so much once again. Can't wait to have you back on again later in the year and, and talk about yeah, um, all the craziness that I'm sure is going to happen in the next couple of months. Yeah, sure thing, man. Yeah, it was fun. All right, let's get into what we've really been excited about, right? It definitely wasn't talking Ooh. about Robin. I'm excited. Um, and having a real good discussion with him, of course. Yes. It, it's going to be about you and I yelling at each other over <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Because that's what this is going to be. so excited. <laughs> it's, it's happening uh, again, boys. We're, back. Uh, We're doing it all fuck. over again. Oh, God. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the Viking game we, mm-hmm. that was the worst-kept secret of all time we've all known about for a year... Oh, I didn't know. It came as a ...has to me. been revealed. Yeah. The <laughs> only surprise is Dub McDevitt is back as narrative director. Oh, my Booyah. God. Great surprise. Astro Fishmail yeah. is the game director. Already knew that. Creative director. And creative director. Sorry, not the game director. Creative director yeah. now. And... There's no assassins in it again, so that's no. <laughs> an issue. Um, yes, that's there a fucking are. issue. There are assassins in this game. Oh god, I want to play as an assassin. Remember we what are, I said listen, to you? I was- listen here, I'm gonna break things down for you because I've got all the information in my head because I had to make this video yesterday. And yeah, people right. were throwing things at me. So let me explain. I just made a reaction video where I literally just read the info on camera and watched the trailer on camera and then gave my thoughts and then I, I really watched didn't a bit do anything of it. afterwards. I watched your reaction to the trailer and it was like probably the same as me. It was like the same reaction where I was just blankly staring at the screen for a bit like, oh, <laughs> they're Vikings fighting. Like, cool. <laughs> and then you were just like, what? Yeah, and then the hidden blade and I'm like, oh, hidden blade. And then I'm like, oh, he's wearing it like a fucking nonce. So, yeah. Well, know. but also someone, one of the comments was like, he didn't even notice on the front of his wrist. I'm like, because I not that I didn't notice. It's like who the fuck cares? Like what? Who the fuck cares? I do. I cared. Ugh. Bothered me. Rubbed me the wrong way. Um. Anyway, look. Let's talk about this. So, um, the the information basically that we've got so far in terms of where the story's headed is from Darby and Ash talking about it, and it appears to be a bit of a black flag. Honestly, it almost feels like Darby is trying to. He's doing a very similar take on the story. Um, in that we're playing as this character, Eivor. A Viking um, trained by assassins. Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, who is either a male or female, depending on who you pick. Darby has said that both choices are canon, and there's a trick to it, but you're not going to find out until you play the game. Um, if anyone else were saying sense. that, I would roll my eyes and call them a cunt. But Darby said it, and so <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, fine. If Darby I... says that, then uh, maybe there's something to it. Um I trust Darby. So that's interesting to see exactly how that's going to play out, how they managed to make both choices canon uh, in not a contrived way. Um, so, you know, we'll wait. And, and all of the things we've heard from Darby, I mean, we'll get into this later, but everything Darby said is so Darby and so right. It's so like, Darby. It, it makes me so happy hearing some of these words that he said. And I'll get some of the quotes up um, as we as we go on. But 
essentially he, Darby has been so Darby recently. Even mm-hmm. when I, I sent him a message after the game oh, got yeah, announced, yeah, I'm like, oh, so this is the game you were talking about. And he goes, oh, I'm not sure. I'll have to check. And I'm like, that's all he sent me. That's, he did no other response. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That like, is classic Darby. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so our boy Eivor goes to... Uh, he's, he's Ivor, I Norway. said in my video, and you said Eivor. Yeah. So we're is, fucking yeah. like, yeah. His yeah, name's Eivor, yeah. though. So that's... Eivor. So that's that, Eivor. Aloy. Um, Aloy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But Eivor goes... So he lives in Norway, or she lives in Norway, but it's... No, he is a okay. white blonde man. Okay. Like me. Good. With blue um, eyes and a mustache. <laughs> so Eivor lives in um, Norway, but there's not a lot of room for expansion in Norway. Uh, it's a very... Like, the landscape doesn't really allow for it. And he wants to have his own settlement so that his family can be safe. And so basically what he does is he takes his family and his friends and his sort of tribe, I guess, and they go to England. And that's where most of the game takes place is in England. However, you can revisit norway but most of the game is england uh there's four kingdoms um and you've got major cities the major cities in the game are london winchester and york i believe um and uh the four kingdoms full of you know various villages and things across england um i see what you're saying james (laughs) 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 maybe that's we can establish the rooks before before the rooks were ever established yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh that'd yeah. be incredible i'm gonna dress in all green it's gonna be incredible oh um, god but uh at some point Abel i love that i didn't have to right? say the line i, we I just, just had to i knew <laughs> you know what i was um, saying Abel me- so Abel meets the assassins and his point of view or his goals align with the assassins in some way they didn't go deep into it because darby doesn't want to wear spoilers um but at some, so he'll work with the assassins, and at some point he gets a hidden blade. Uh, Asher said the reason he wears it on the top of his wrist instead of under his wrist is because he's a Viking, and he and Vikings want to show off their weaponry. They don't want to conceal anything. They want to be all up front. Is it like also he refuses to make the um, sacrifice of an assassin and cut off his finger? Yeah, probably. He's probably like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I want, I want everyone to see this fucking weapon. I'm not cutting my fucking finger off this bullshit belief system you have or whatever this is so he but he still wears the hidden blade because i mean it's functional it's a great weapon um and so that's all we know so far but what i believe is at some point he'll come around to it and he'll become an assassin through great loss a personal journey it seems that's what darby's talking about because he said um this is uh, first and foremost they have to establish a personal motive for what's happening and a personal journey for this protagonist um, there's got to be an own, uh, your, your, their own personal struggle, and that but plays here's, into but, the war. But this is what I love about this. There's no empty Hus character. Eivor's a character <clears throat> with a real journey, and mm-hmm. the and we'll talk about the dialogue options in a bit. But he's doing it the correct way. An RPG needs to be done. Not that you can go and fuck an old lady and then kill an innocent civilian or mm-hmm. cheat a merchant out of money or then go be a hero somewhere on another island here's like Eivor does Eivor shit and yes. you choose dialogue based on what Eivor would say <clears throat> Eivor would do all of those things the same way Geralt of Rivia all his dialogue choices are still Geralt mm-hmm. yeah and there's a quote from Darby um, talking about this which I think is a really really good quote 
um, if I can it's straight out it. of Odyssey broke me. It's it literally, out of yeah, video. it's straight out of um, Odyssey broke me. So this is what it's it almost says, like so they all watched it, James. It's, it's almost um, like they watched it. It's and, almost like they watched it. Mm, uh, but the good thing is as well about this is like like a lot of people could say, well, okay, well if they are like saying the same stuff as Odyssey broke me, then maybe they just watch the video and they're just spouting nonsense. But actually, what it is is Darby gets it completely, and he didn't even have to watch my video to get it. I know he got it beforehand. Um, yeah. And so what he says, this is the quote about how they're handling dialogue choices. He says, It was very important for us to create a coherent personality. I always find there are two ways to go with a role-playing game where you get to have dialogue choices. You either get to be a blank slate and you create your character, which is one way of doing it. Your choices decide whether you're a wise-cracking character or a stoic, or you have a distinct personality and your choices orbit in the spectrum of possible responses. They take the drama in different directions, but the character remains coherent. We opted for the latter. We really wanted a coherent personality that people can say, that's definitely Eivor, and that is something Eivor would say. We don't want players to have multiple different types of Eivor. That was a creative decision we made, and it worked out really well. So, like I've said on, on Twitter... The, uh, do I want Assassin's Creed to be an RPG? No, but if you're going to, this is how you do it. Um, this is how you do and, it, 100%. Uh, from everything Darby has been saying about you know Assassins and Templars and the fact that um, Assassins and Templars play a major role in this, and they he, he kept saying, like if you watch the breakdown for the trailer when Ash is talking about uh, you know this being a Viking story and, and, and we, we really wanted to give you that Viking fantasy, because obviously Ash is a gameplay guy, that's what he's talking about, giving that Viking fantasy yeah. Ash, um, Darby backs him up again and says as much as we wanted to tell this Viking story in a Viking world we wanted to make sure that people aren't just playing a Viking game they're playing an Assassin's Creed game and Darby is very I feel like he's very conscious about that fact because he brings Darby it up all is the, the time the caretaker interview. he's the only one mm-hmm. we had left we didn't even think we had him we thought it was over narratively yeah. this Darby being back to me is like the only one no one at Ubisoft knows Assassin's Creed in terms of narrative and lore mm-hmm. better than that man no one mm-hmm. that still works at ubisoft yeah on assassin's creed knows it better than him even to ashraf and i love we all love ashraf here we fucking love him and yeah. i trust that he's going to make a fantastic game i have no doubt and you will agree with me we both have zero doubts that this game will be better than odyssey literally zero doubt yeah easily of course easily easily better already i'm like it's better already mm-hmm. it's better one, it's a better setting, mm-hmm. other than that fact alone, but also just based on the characters. If you have to have character choices, this is the way to do it. If you have to do it, this is the way to do it. Darby, who's writing the script and is the narrative director, mm-hmm. knows every aspect of all of the games that have come before in terms of story, including the shit ones. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're going to make it. I love this quote where he's like, we're going to make it mean something. Everything's going to fit together. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, one bad thing, though, James, about the story is that Layla Hassan is back in the modern day. Yeah, I mean, I like I've said, I, I don't care about the modern day anymore. And even though, I, like, Thank Darby God, has said... Come, it's taken six years of me as your friend, but you finally come around. Yeah, Darby has said some things that, if this were, if this were 2014, I'd be hyped as fuck for. But I don't care. I don't care if he, they, he, get, if he fucking hits this out of the park. I don't care. Because... The good the, what what made the modern day great is not contained single stories. It's overarching stories that span years, and mm. you you follow this story. You get a little bit each game, and each game links to the next. That's what's great about modern day. They haven't done that for an incredibly long time, and I don't care because of that fact. So as Darby says, 
um, there's, we're doing something in this game that he's wanted to do for years and he's finally found the way that he can do it properly, which I assume means that he's done it in a way that Ubisoft will let him. Um, right. But I think it's too little too late at this point. And what do you think it is? I really don't know because he said that this game is... Um, what, what is the word he used? Um, like a capper on the end. Like this is like a an ending, but it's obviously it's not the final Assassin's Creed game. That's what he said he wants to stress. That is, he doesn't want to say it's the last game because... It's probably not, but he, but to him, this um, the way he's written this game is a summation. Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah, of, summation. That's um, what he said. Of everything that's come before in the past um, handful of games. So wh- whether that he, means... no, he said he said all he said dozen games. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. So so all of them. Hmm. Right. Okay. Um, right, because, I mean, he, that's the weird thing, like, because I don't, as much as, if they get this right or get this wrong, I don't care either way, because it doesn't matter to me moving forward. I'm just interested in what he means, because I like Darby and I love his writing, so I'm interested to know what Darby means, and if, especially if he's confident about this and it's something he's excited for, that's something that I'm like, well, then I'm interested to know exactly what he's done, um, because he has said as well that, that, if you're a if you're a fan of this series, if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, he's they've done things in this game where, you know, if you dig even just a little bit under the surface, you're gonna find things that link and they're gonna find you're gonna find things that they've been hinting at for a very long time. Which to me is the strangest thing because I can't pinpoint any hints they've ever given. So I'm like, what does that mean? Like what is he talking about? And what has he done that is gonna make it satisfying? Because they said as well, there's another quote um from from is it from darby or is it from ash that says um that what they've tried to do in this game is fit things with law so the old fans don't just feel satisfied but impressed by what they've done and that's i mean those are big words like it it and if it were coming for any, from anyone else i i wouldn't i wouldn't you know i wouldn't think twice about it but because it's darby and ash and they're on the same page and it's especially darby who darby's not one to ever say something and then have it turn out that really he was bigging it up for nothing and he didn't really mean it. It's, it's just not Derby. So it's very interesting to see, you know, where they're going to go with these things they've been talking about, to be honest. Hello? I knocked my mic. I muted my mic. Oh, shit. talking and nothing's happening. I was like, why didn't you respond to what I said? That was so oh, weird. Um, and then I looked at it and I'm like, dumb. oh, it's, I fucking knocked it. Um, that was so weird. Darby wrote fucking Revelations, man. Mm. He wrote he Revelations. He wrote the ending of the mm. Ezio trilogy. He culminated Altair and Ezio's story and combined them and made it mean something and pushed everything forward. It was It's the best... The ending of Revelations is the best moment in Assassin's Creed history narrative-wise. Mm-hmm. Objectively. Yeah. And when he says something like this, he's going to culminate everything or surmise everything, even if it is just Origins and Odyssey... To me, that means he's linked... We're, we're talking this is set, what, 300, 350 years before Assassin's Creed 1? To mm. me, they're setting up one. Is that what you'd think they're doing? I think there's potential there, especially because from... Oh, I don't remember whether this was leaked or whether this was something I heard. It doesn't matter, actually. And finish the origin um, of the Assassins, in a way. Yeah, potentially. And I think because the one thing that I heard about this game was there were... For for what I can't remember what the reason they gave was, but someone said that from what they've seen of the game, they felt as if Solomon's Temple and that 
region area of the game was being hinted at as a location that would be visited um mm. so that yeah. is interesting and could then tie into assassin's creed one um if they are trying to really tie everything together and i also believe this will be layla's last game as well i believe they're trying to get rid of the modern day to be honest i genuinely yeah. think that's what they're trying to do i think because they've also said they've got a new way of experiencing the modern day and i think this will be the last time we have playable modern day and they're going to try and transition the modern day into something else so they don't have to worry about it um whilst also trying yeah. to make this as satisfying of a conclusion as they can to people that still care um yeah. that's what i think they're, they're doing here i don't think we're going to see layla in the next one yeah, well, fucking hope so. Uh, and I hope mm. the next one is in four, three, four years and it's Ash and Darby again. I don't want to see any other one. I don't want to see fucking anyone else touch this shit. I don't want to see anyone mm. else touch this shit. Fucking hell. I don't want to see a single other studio bar Ash and Darby's team working on Assassin's Creed. Because you, what's the fucking point? If you genuinely had the, Ash and Darby make every game and you just leave five years between each entry or four years between three, each entry. Three, it's only three years since Origins. Three years. Yeah. Let's just say three. If you did that, I Let's mean, they're going to be working fucking hard, but if you do that... Work hard! Work harder! <laughs> keep making Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you do that um, and you cut out Quebec, you let them work on their own projects, because that's obviously what they want to do. They don't want to make Assassin's Creed. They clearly, um, it's pretty obvious from Odyssey they don't want to make Assassin's yeah, Creed. Clearly they, clearly they want to make, you know, the antithesis of Assassin's Creed. That's really what they want to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made that they, they literally made obvious. a point. It's like, please don't make us do this again. We'll, we'll fucking ruin it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did they it literally purpose. tried to ruin the franchise. Yeah. yeah. They were like, we're going to make, let's make the worst thing we can and they will never let us make an Assassin's Creed again. And Ubisoft were like, you know, it's made so much money. Make another one. <laughs> Do it again. They're like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> we did it. How did this happen? Really, if they wanted to fail and they wanted to never make an Assassin's Creed game again, what they'd have to do is make a game with social stealth and proper parkour and actual Assassin's Creed gameplay. Then they would never be allowed to make one again, you know? Yeah, um, right. I like what you, I see what you're saying, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't need them. Stop. London's back, man. We're going to take back, back London. We're going to London again. Oh We're going back God. to London. We're going back to be- London. If, they, if Jacob and Evie could take over a proper, fully grown industrial London in six months, I reckon Avor can take over this London, which will be about three huts and a cow in probably about five minutes. Yeah, it'll be I'd just one of those, it'll be one of those bandit locations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll literally be a bandit location. You'll come across it. It'll be like, oh, I wonder what this campfire is. And it'll just come up, <laughs> London, 3XP. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you gotta take da, out the captain <laughs> <laughs> and right next to it is the bit of stones <laughs> oh god what if what if yes. Ash he read yes. my message and he was like right what we're gonna do is we're gonna make sure Kenilworth is in this game so when you're sailing Dude, in London, you go to the south Dude. of England yeah. and you, you come across Kenilworth and you lay siege to it and you go in and there's the bit of stones <laughs> There's a bit of stones. That would be incredible. Um, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. it's Well, um, I mean, no, there's no major locations that you know of in London that was built in this time anyway. It's like, even like an old location like Tower of London, that was built in the 1100s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a totally different place to the London This will be like literally like nothing. <clears throat> no, it'll be nothing. nothing at all. I think that, I, th- I believe in, in the 9th century, because I believe that's where this is set, um, they've got, I, th- I think they had a city wall um and some buildings but like it's not really a city it's a i mean it's a town but like um, yeah it's interesting to see how they're going to tackle this because i mean odyssey well, was it's not even the english this is anglo-saxons that settled yeah, england yeah 
Yeah, so it's to- it's totally different. And uh, this is, uh, this is I don't know about your ends. This is my ancestors. My ancestors were Anglo-Saxon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I mean what? Yeah, Odyssey and Origins were very. Sparse. And I think some Scandinavian in there somewhere. Like I have ancestors from that were Anglo-Saxon and from Belgium. Mm-hmm. Like before that, and then it's all like then it's about like twelve hundred years of Irish. Maybe they're using they... your DNA to relive these memories. I'm Layla Hassan, but the yeah. male option choice that yeah. you get to pick at the start well, of the game. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god, could you imagine if they started doing that in the modern day as well? What? They had four pillars pick. characters as the modern day protagonists? Yes. Yeah, I hope so. I'd play it. I'd play it too. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I believe Otto Berg is probably the, the DNA we're using to relive <laughs> these memories. Like, because he's fucking paralyzed at the minute. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. No, we're not. Le- let's go back. <laughs> Layla stabbed to... him in the spine. No, now... let's go. No, let's go that's back what's to. Happening. I've confirmed it here. Wait, what are you talking about? Layla stabbed him in the spine. What are you fucking? Oh, you never played about? the DLC. Well, in I've never the Fate played of Atlantis, any. In the Fate of Atlantis, he comes in. Sigma team shows up to. I don't know what they're doing. Um, but he fights Layla, and Layla stabs him in the spine very aggressively after killing yeah. her best friend. Um. <laughs> And then, and then while he's bleeding out on the ground, she goes, "I've got some people to say goodbye to," and gets back in the animus. So, um, I don't really know. I mean, I just think he's paralyzed, and he's probably the assassins probably have him now. Um, and I say they're using his memories because he's got Viking ancestry, right? He says that in Black Flag's audio files or Rogue, sorry. Um, How do you know that? No one should know that. I look. I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Yeah, I've known right. all these things. It's just because he, he had that because he he talks about he's talking to Violet De Costa. No, about... I don't want to talk about that, dude. I don't <laughs> got fucking care. Don't you? I don't Assassin's give a Creed fuck. Shut your so mouth. No, shut the fuck up. Okay. I don't. Do even, I barely about? like the modern day in Desmond's time, let alone fucking now. Um, yeah, let's back to Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Assassins. Do you think we'll see so, Bayek at any point? Like it's not yes. uh, not alive, yes. he's dead. But yes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think will Bayek be in the game? Yes, I think so too. I think there's going to be some other characters that appear in the game. Cassandra, can we no, see Cassandra? Fuck, please, no, not Cass- no. Can not she Cassandra. walk out in a suit? I hope she walks out in a suit every time she meets somebody. That's just her thing. It's what she does. Honestly, honestly, time. if Cassandra shows up in this game, it sucks. I'm over. It's done. That that will be it. That'll what be if, it. Like, what if, like, Darby makes a call, though? How the fuck would Darby make a call in, what, a scene? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing things around here. I don't think he can either. No, also, like, I just I just mean, like, Bayek... Like, I think Bayek has to show up some, in some way, shape, I think form. so, too. Even if, it's like a, even if it's, like, a fucking flashback. Mm-hmm. I don't mean, like, he shows up as a ghost or some shit. I mean, like, mm-hmm. flashback, a sequence. Fucking have us play as Bayek. Yeah, some sort of memory seal type deal, um, potentially. Oh. Oh, oh! Don't even cool. fucking that. That gets my dick hard. My, the fucking desk is about to pop up. Yeah, Holy I mean shit. the thing is, right? We know the apple that um, the Bayek has in Origins is the apple from Solomon's Temple because of the Visual Dictionary mm. that came out. What? Yeah, that was ages ago. That was years ago. Dude, I didn't um, know that. It's the same one from Solomon's Temple. Is the one that um, he gets from Bloody Lion bloke. Um, Holy shit! So. So that's the one in Altair's library still. Uh, yes, yeah, the one yeah. that's the the one in Altair's library is the one that Abstergo found originally that uh, led them to Desmond, right? 
like it's the the first apple if you will um no what yeah the, yeah the yeah the one that they found in altair's library the one that when the one that was in altair's library is the one that abstergo found because it didn't stay in altair's library yeah when did the so oh right so you're saying that that's the one that got destroyed yeah yeah and then then they had to go through it back through altair's memories to go find to, that apple to in find the past. that apple to, in the past, so that they could find the map, so they could. Find yeah, I was getting one. confused because I was like, no, the one in the modern day in Assassin's Creed Three is Ezio's apple. Yeah, 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 because they found this. That's the one. I that got the confused between found. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know what you're saying. Yeah, another okay. Colosseum. There's Ezio's apple. There's Altair's apple, and Biacat Altair's apple. And then there's Cassandra's twenty-seven. Apples. No, there's not. There's not Cassandra <laughs> anything. There's not. There's no. There's not. There's not anything. There's not Odyssey. Oh it's not your Odyssey. It's not my Odyssey. It's nobody's Odyssey. It's fucking not a thing. Could you imagine if they write out Odyssey in this game? Ah, uh, Last Jedi, that shit. I said that in my video. Last Jedi, that shit. Fucking put it, put it down. Put Could it down like a fucking... Could you imagine that if this is like... this is, It'd be a ballsy move. <sighs> Don't they... acknowledge it. Don't acknowledge it other than you have to in the modern day, obviously, like what happened in the modern day. But like, don't address it. Like, don't address anything that happened. What, what, what would you address? What would you need to address? You don't have to have Cassandra in it. The spear, you don't have the to... broken spear of Leonidas. No. Yeah, no. you gotta have it. What if he? What if no. that's what he attaches to his wrist blade, Tyler? What if that's what it is? He's got the broken spear, and then he gets superpowers afterwards. That'd be pretty epic. Um, I don't know about you, but that's the game that I want to see personally. I don't want to talk about this. No. <laughs> um, I just want to play as an assassin with a ho- <laughs> white hood. That sounded weird, yeah. um, but right. <laughs> not in I... a racial thing, like a, like the assassin hood. Yeah, of course. Um... Like I said this to you before this game got announced. I've said this to you for months, mm-hmm. James. I just want to play as an assassin. I just want to play as an assassin. Mm-hmm. The last time I played as an assassin was Syndicate, and that game sucks. <laughs> And before yeah. that was Unity, and before that was Rogues, you're a Templar, Black Flag, you're not an assassin. Last time I played an assassin really was Connor. Like, let's be real. <laughs> you know what? Get rid of that too, because that sucks. So Ezio, <laughs> just... You know what? Assassin's Creed's been bad since 2011. Oh, so, you know. fuck my life. Um, you Jesus. Um, yeah, look, I think... I mean, the way that they're talking about this game is the same way they talk, talked about um, uh, Black Flag. Because before the game came out, they never said Edward is an assassin. There was like no, they literally a, kept saying a, vi- uh, a pirate a trained by assassins. <laughs> yeah, but he's an, he becomes like his whole arc is become learning to be not selfish. Yes, learning to. It's a great an Assassin's Creed story. It's incredible, yeah. Yeah, um, but I want to play as an assassin now. In yeah. this right now, like I want to be an assassin. I think that. I think it'll be similar to Black Flag, but I think yeah. it, his joining of the assassins will happen a lot sooner. I, I think so. he'll meet. I think he'll meet them early on. He'll get the hidden blade, and then I think maybe halfway, to, uh, a little bit maybe after I'll halfway, be fine with that. he'll I'll join be okay the assassins properly, and then we'll yeah. have a lot of assassin stuff, which will be sort of like a finale, finishing the game. There's a lot of assassin stuff going on, assassinations. Uh, round off the, the origin of of um, the assassins. Then you've got round off stuff Bayek. With, yeah. And I think that'll become very important to it. I think it'll start off very Viking. Set up Assassin's Creed 1. Because as well, this is going to be a bigger game than Black Flag. Like, it's going to be a lot longer, you'd expect. Um, you'd expect. 
in which case there's a lot more time to do all of that setup and all of that character arc. So you almost have time to do two games in one. You have time to do his origin story, then time to do his assassin story. Well, Darby's in one. done that before. Uh, Darby's revelations. It was two stories going on at the same time. You had the Ezio and the library Altair storyline, and then you had the Constantinople versus Templar mm-hmm. story. Mm, in a much tighter space as well. Darby didn't have much the depth space. of an RPG to tell that story um, well the time whereas, he had like a 15 hour story to do it yeah whereas this is going to be you know it's an rpg it's it, i assume it'll be a, a like i don't think it's going to be an origins length of main story which is very very short it's like six hours i think it's probably more of an odyssey length did in you say which origins case, you know, is six hours what are you talking about the main about? story is six hours yeah if you just play the main story yeah but you gotta level up in between that. that's not yeah i know but that's what yeah i know but what i'm saying is the, the if you time the stuff. quests if you just time the main quest it's six hours yeah really yeah because if you play it new wow. game plus and just do the main story um it's just it's six Whoa, hours Whoa, i didn't know that yeah it's really short um oh. whereas when you play odyssey it's like 700 so um I don't, i'm hoping for somewhere in between the two personally you know yeah. uh yeah. like if you do like a 30 40 hour story um I'm pretty happy with that because it gives you a lot of time to do a lot of things with that because you get to play with the Viking fantasy. You get to play with that mythology and the the, the belief system they had. And that's interesting to me, the history of Vikings. Um, yep. You get to play with his own personal journey and then you get to play with assassins and Templars or hidden ones in Order of Ancients. Um, do you think we'll get to... Do you mm. think this the reason they're still called uh, hidden ones in Order of Ancients in this game is because they'll show that development into assassins and Templars or... No, I think it's because they're they're treating assassins as the first time you hear about assassins is the first time you hear about assassins in real history, which is in Marciaf eleven the the, you know ten hundreds eleven hundreds yeah the uh, yeah the Hashashins and you know I mean shout out to Mm -hmm. my video real life history of the assassins go check that out on my channel Mm -hmm. um but yeah like I feel like that's the first assassins were then. And before yeah, then, they the were hidden ones and, and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and I'm I'm cool with that um, because I think it respects real history too. Um, yeah, agreed. agreed. And I like that. I'm cool with that um, too. Yeah. So that's 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 cool. Um, in terms of though, I mean, is there anything else story you want to talk about? Because there's a lot of gameplay we can go over, um, and world and whatnot. Not really. Um, I, the assassin stuff's all I care about and that's all I want to see I want to see assassins mm-hmm. an assassin story um, you know we heard about a brotherhood system in this game early on like a year ago we were hearing there was mm-hmm. a brotherhood system of some kind like like a shadow of war fortress assault like and there obviously is a lot of fortress and raiding assaults um, talked about in this game mm-hmm. but um, not um, not like a brotherhood system that we heard there was going to be well, like a shadow of war. What they've said is uh, there's two different types of assaults. There's an assault, which is a big set piece, um, like a scripted big set piece that is very specific to certain parts of, I guess, parts of the story, but also parts of the world as well. Um, but you also have uh, regular raids, which is if you're on your longship and you're ro- you're sailing down and you see a f- like, a, like a little town or a fort, you can choose to raid that with your crew um, and then capture that and that's then yours. Um, and I believe I believe those are used for uh, resources and things to upgrade your main uh, like hideout base, which is uh, the one where all of your family lives, where your where your crew lives, where your friends live. That's your main um, settlement, and that's uh, you know Monteregioni Villa uh, homestead, that sort of thing, where you're upgrading it, you're changing the way that it looks, you're adding new things to it that allows for you to get new things. So, like you say, you add, like, a, I guess, like, you'd add a forge to it, and you're going to have, like, a blacksmith there or whatever. Um, 
So that's really what they're going for with this. And I believe raiding other villages and claiming them for your own adds to your own income of resources and things that you can then use to enhance your main settlement. Um, I don't know if they're I don't know if they're talking more about because I mean we because like you said we knew about this whole fort assaults thing and capturing forts around the world. Maybe that's what the assaults are: is you can capture various forts and have those as mini settlements, um, which yeah. are bigger than the bigger than like say you do like a little <clears throat> village or something. Um, I, so, I'm a sucker for base building. Yeah, I love. I'm it a so real much. sucker for it. So I, I like the idea of the settlement. I, I yeah. want it to be so fucking in depth. Yeah, I've really missed having a Monterigioni or a or a homestead or whatever. And Monterigioni um, still is the best way it's been done. Yeah, like, it's great. I, I I liked the homestead, the story aspect to it. Like if there was mm. somehow a combination of that, but I liked that I had to go into the world, make money, and then pay or build the things i feel like i was building it rather than it being built through a story like i like it both yeah. ways but um i'd like it to be a combination of the two almost yeah yeah for sure uh being able to collect resources and money in order to take it back to your settlement and then build it up and choose as well like and the raids and that's a gives you a reason to want to go and raid a fortress and yeah, exactly. go into battle like yeah. literally the battles in fucking odyssey there's literally no point you didn't have to do a single one there was no reason you needed yeah, to care reason. about what army control what region who gave a fuck yeah yeah it doesn't matter and really all you wanted was xp and money and whatever um and so that's why you would go and take out a fort and you'd kill three commanders blah 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 um whereas this is giving everything a lot more meaning to it and you want to go and do these things and, and I even feel like character very... meaning because yeah, your settlement's yeah. tied to the character mm-hmm. and you've got as well it feels very much more black flag in the sense that you're not plundering ships for the sake of plundering ships in Black Flag. You're doing it because, one, you're a pirate, and there's that pirate fantasy there. But on top of that as well, you want to upgrade the Jackdaw. Like, you want to then yeah. up- go back and upgrade Great Inagua as well. Um, and you want to do those things, and so you want the money to do it. And it never felt, like, easy either. It always felt like you were doing, like, the right amount of plundering to get the right money so that you could upgrade a bit, and then you'd, well you'd slowly make that progression. You're yeah, very well balanced. And that I like that they're giving these minuscule world uh, objectives meaning because you, there were so many forts to take out in origins and odyssey uh, way more in odyssey um and it was it was boring like I, yeah. I, after your third fort you're like okay i don't want to do this anymore because why am i why am i doing this um there's already a story meaning. reason like um, they're like yeah straight away you've got the meaning between the mm. gameplay one um you, you take down a fort to upgrade your base, but then also they're going to give that personal reason for a character. There's a narrative-driven reason to then do the gameplay. That's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. That's massive. That's even bigger than Origins having forts. Origins yeah. didn't have that. Uh, Odyssey certainly didn't. So this is this is a huge leap to me mm-hmm. to give a real, real reason to do the, the gameplay activities that are on the side uh, that then link back to the story. This is It's basic shit that Assassin's Creed used to nail back in the Ezio days. They used to do mm-hmm. shit like this. Um, yeah. And they missed it. So I'm glad already to have something like that back in there. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is as well, uh, talking about, again, um, the reason for doing things, uh, and that being XP in previous games, they've said that um, combat and uh, like your progression is no longer tied to character levels. It's tied to skills and gear, um, which is very much more like God of War, I think. Um, yeah, right. Uh, or Skyrim. Yeah, so really what it matters is is you can gain skill points from doing things and you can get skills in this, what they're calling a skill graph, not a skill tree. So I assume it's very similar to Origins um, in that sense. Right, um, yeah, right. And then uh, every gear piece as well is a unique gear piece. So you're not going to get duplicates. You're not going to get um, you're not going to get seven of the same wooden shield. 
um and that's really what ash wanted to push for and you can upgrade them so that if you like a piece of gear you can keep that for the whole game uh, and keep upgrading it so you you can stick with the way that you want to look and they're focusing a lot more on skills and um that sort of progression as opposed to just oh i need to level up seven times and i think that's going to get rid of a lot of the grindy nature of these games um yeah and that's very interesting to see on top of that combat as well is focused more on skill because he said enemies will now have weak points so it's not all about bashing the attack button until you chip away at their incredibly long health bar it's yeah. they're going to have weak points you're going to want to break their defense you want to going to get like take out their armored spots to get to their their weaker points and eventually you'll take an enemy down um which sounds far more interesting and engaging than what we've had even in origins um and especially in odyssey so it's interesting to see where they're going with this and honestly a lot of these features sound like a marriage of Assassin's Creed as an RPG and Assassin's Creed as Assassin's Creed um, yeah. coming together you know to what? do Let's get right. my dick out a little, James. Yeah. My dick, <laughs> um, I'm at half sale right now. Yeah. It's a black flag. I'm at half sale. Mm, yeah. um, um, combining so those elements together and marrying it with narrative as well, with Darby um, being integral to that. And I think it all comes from, to be honest, I think Darby being a narrative director and Ash being creative director. They can it's work a perfect marriage. Together. They're the, they're the um, fucking best. These two are, men yeah. are the fucking best. Mm -hmm. And I've seen people, right? This is so interesting. People that have been shitting on Origins and Odyssey for so long. People that are like, Origins fucking sucks. Fuck the RPG formula. I've seen people that have been saying that for ages going, oh, now I'm interested because this sounds like they're doing, doing things right and a lot better than they've done it before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it seems like they're really trying to go in the right direction. Um, and on top of that, social stealth is returning as well. Um, not in the same way as before, um, but social stealth is going to be back in the game. And I believe the way that it's back is it depends on the way that you look to which crowds you can blend in with, which, to be honest, makes sense. And for an RPG game that's trying to have a lot more depth to it, I think that makes sense as a social stealth feature. So um, I'm excited to see how that pans out too. And it looks like they're really trying their best to get you know, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to include that in any way. Um, yeah. But it looks like they're really trying to include as many elements from Assassin's Creed and as many elements from Assassin's Creed as an RPG that they possibly can um, to try and make this game, you know, have some depth to it. Uh, yeah. And that's exciting. You're convincing me. You're convincing me during this. Right yeah, I, it took me a while because after watching that first CGI trailer, I, I mean, you should see... I don't know if you've seen it, my stream where i react to it no I, I didn't see the stream i watched your in i watched half of your <clears throat> info video dude i struggle watching videos on games eh? if unless it's me yeah. making it like i really I, I tried to watch even just like ashraf and darby talking about their breakdown mm -hmm. of the trailer i got two minutes in i'm like nah yeah I'm that's over. fair it's, it's, it's um over. yeah i mean you know, I, it, and I, I love the boys i love the boys and i love yeah. to hear what they have to say but i was just like i've, I've got shit to do like i'm not yeah, watching videos yeah. on games if i wasn't making the video that i was making i probably wouldn't <laughs> have read or watched, hours about it <laughs> you know yeah. half the shit but it's um i i was really like i was pretty mad actually after watching the cgi trailer um well yeah I yeah because it was mad. because <laughs> it was because i felt i felt i could trust ash um in making in making this game and after watching that trailer and and then the it's first trailer, information yeah. that the, the first information that came out was being uh, it, was, it all sounded just like Odyssey. Um, the stuff that I was reading, like, oh, you've got male or female choices. Um, you've got this massive open world, or you've got customizable gear, and uh, you've got your controllable raven, and all of this stuff. Um, Where there's I a controllable just... raven? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so instead of an eagle... You've lost raven. me again, James. You've <laughs> lost me again. Fuck me um, dead. 
I believe there's a there's a reason behind this, and it links heavily. No, there's no there's not a reason behind it. There's not a reason. No, I'll tell you why there's not a reason behind it because one person has an eagle, and that's about it. There's no fucking eagle bearer. There's no Odyssey. There's no your Odyssey. There's no my Odyssey. There's no now a raven as well. One mm. guy had an eagle one time, and you get away with it once. You can't have a controllable fucking animal in three games in a row or ever again. You get it one time, you get a controllable eagle once. Not a, oh, Norse yeah. gods, ravens, or any of that bullshit. You get it one fucking time. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it, and I don't even I don't even want a controllable eagle as, as it is. Like, I still think that was a dumb thing, and I'd much rather have eagle vision, to be honest, just because it's Assassin's Creed. So would I. Yeah, exactly. Um, vision. But the reason I've, I've read this, so this was a tweet from Leo K, where he just talks a little bit about N- a Norse mythology um, and the, the link to Assassin's Creed. And I think it's interesting, um, is that in uh, Norse mythology, Odin's two ravens, um, come from the words thought and memory, which is uh, two things that are very, very central to Assassin's Creed, um, which I think is pretty cool. So that's probably why they went with uh, a raven there, but also because it looks cool and fits with uh, Scandinavia too. I'm shaking um, my head, but okay. You know. um, it's, I mean, it's a, like ideally, like even in Origins, I would just have had Eagle Vision because I, I get why they did it, but also I don't care and... It doesn't matter to me. Why. But you can I'm, you can do that once because it's such a, a ridiculous concept that it's like all right, it's a gimmick one time. But you can't yeah. do that again. Yeah, it's weird that they've and done then it they... three times. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 over. So like, why do you so have a fucking that. bird companion all the time? It's so odd. Um, so odd. Yeah, it's like one it's time like imagine... in the game that's called Origins, and you're trying to explain the origin. Like I'm like, okay, he An just eagle, happened. Yeah, at, also, yeah so. you know what yeah. I mean. But then it's like also there's a guy who's called the eagle bearer in ancient greece who's and a has god an eagle. and he fucks old ladies yeah oh and um, there was a there was a viking that had a raven as well that he could control um yeah weird, apparently but i mean yeah. i've just kind of written that off at this point like i don't care about that like because also yeah, i don't okay. care about the law so um yeah true it's yeah it's strange and um social stealth whatever but yeah social stealth what's um, that i what? i saw that someone say the social stealth what how why i talked about what? it i I literally talked I've... about it like five, ten minutes ago. Did you? But yeah. you but, did you? Yeah, dude. I don't know. Blanked out. Not that interesting. <laughs> what the fuck? You're not that interesting. You're not that interesting. What the fuck? Um, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I don't know how I missed it. Okay. I guess you're not that interesting, James. Be be more. Hey, yeah, be more interesting. Know. Yeah, be you know. You're right. You're right. That was my fault. Yeah, you're right. Um, you. Yeah, social stealth. Um, they've said social stealth is back. Um, it's back in a different way. Um, and I believe, uh, based on what I know, or I don't know if it was leaks or whether what I was told by some people beforehand, um, or was at least it was talked about, was that social stealth is based on the way that you look to which crowds you can blend in with, um, rather yep. than it Makes being... Um, anyone? Rather than just being, yeah, anyone. So, like, you can't just wear a white hood and have a bunch of weapons and blend in with anybody. Um, so, and it makes sense... Are there hoods that, in this game? Yeah they've, like... said, yeah, they've said there's hoods in this game. Um, there's a hood up, hood down button, like there Fuck is in yeah, uh, boy. The, the way there is in Origins. You know, you can have your hood up or you can have your hood down. Um, yeah. And Fuck um, yeah. they've said there's obviously they'll, they'll like there'll be assassin gear and stuff. Um, yes, so, boy. Yeah. So that'll be in this yeah. game. Um, so I need to know. So yeah, I mean, all I need to know. It's it's all it's all very interesting, and I think there's there's some bits obviously that I think both of us are not a fan of. Um, obviously. But there's some things that I am quite a fan of, um, and that sounds very yeah. good. And one of the main things Thank that you, I Darby. really like Thank you, Darby is... McDevitt. Yeah, definitely. Darby's, Darby's fucking coming in here doing bits. Um, and he's said 
that in terms of the world um they wanted to add narrative depth to all of the areas of the world and so you're going to find stories if you like when you're exploring locations or um the the world basically what he's trying to say is the world breathes like just it has so much life in it um and there's so much so many stories to find and so much so much so much you can find in this world that's it's not just mindless objectives you wanted to make sure that there's something to everything you do and that it feels you know it feels like there's depth to it and i think yeah. that like they've tried to do that and i believe that he's probably tried to do that i don't think that every single thing you do in this game is going to have an incredible meaning i think there will still be mindless shit there are there isn't every yeah. game like even the greatest yeah. games out there the witcher 3 yeah um, not in god of war but okay uh, but uh, i mean i don't know those collectibles are a bit mindless you obviously didn't play it <laughs> fucking idiot um but i think they've tried and that's what matters to me um is they've definitely tried to do that and add depth to everything and i'm excited just to see how the game looks and how it plays um yeah because we don't know and uh it's only you know well when this video comes out it'll be a couple days three days um yeah until they show the gameplay which i'll be streaming the uh, xbox event because there'll be tons of cool stuff there i'm sure uh third party yep. announcements and whatnot so yeah that should well. be should be good but uh I think that's the All main right. things. Uh, I don't think there's yeah. much else to go over, to be honest Sh with you. Should we do, like, a separate, as always, special thing after the demo? Uh, yeah, we can do. If it's, like, big. Big. Yeah. If it's okay. just showing stuff that we've already talked about here. Talked maybe, about, then we won't worry about yeah, it. We'll talk about it next worth podcast. Maybe not next podcast, yeah. But if it's, like, big and, like, there's so many cool little things and, like, we want to talk about it, then we'll do it. We'll just, you know, <clears throat> we'll see. All right. Cool, man. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. Great. I'm done talking about Assassin's Creed for now. Nice. Okay. Thanks everybody so much for joining us for this episode of the As Always podcast. If uh, Thank you to our Patreon producers who have compiled this podcast and all of our other ones. We've got King Richard III, Henry, Damien, Avery, Dobbs, Josh DeVillier, Holy Catholic Warrior, a.k.a. Alberic, Didlotic, Viridian, Real Cinnamon Hawkins, a.k.a. HBoss12, and Bullsack47. If you did enjoy this and you want to listen to more podcasts just like this one, then you can go and check out patreon.com forward slash as always, where just now, um, as this podcast came out, uh, over there, we also just released the newest episode of the Cinema Room podcast on Afterlife uh, Season 2. Um, over there for your consumption, if you're a patron, uh, with, with Luke, Luke, Luke Nunn. So. Hopefully he shows up. Hopefully he shows up. <laughs> uh, no, he will. I'm sure he will. Um, so go and check that out, as well as getting access to all of the uh, future early access podcasts and videos. Uh, my Witcher video, when eventually that's done. Uh, it's meant to come out on Patreon on the 18th of May uh, and then YouTube on the 19th of May so you can get early access to that uh, as well as exclusive access to the Clubhouse podcast which is the best podcast on the internet you, you're going to need it you're going to want it uh, you better go and check it out uh, if you're a true gamer uh, that's all I'm saying um, and to thank everybody pledging $5 or more we have got King Richard III, Henry, Damien, Avery Dobbs, Josh DeVellier, Holy Catholic Warrior, a.k.a. Alberic, Didlotic, Viridian, Real Cinema, and Hawkins, a.k.a. HBus12, Bullsack47, Casey Wood, Pink Flame 3 and 3, Tony, The Arbiter, or Robbie, Adam Sunling, Alfie Brosel, Jamie Brown, Jesper Olsen, Lumistrad, Marif380, Put It In My Ass, Please, Kimo Cyber Gamer, Cream Pies, Seth, Ollie Hodges, The Creed, Josh J. Anderson, Fat Fuck Cuck, Brandon Will Be Your Overlord, Is One Juicy Boy, Raph Giant, <laughs> Fuck, Summer Dylan, Diogo, Bleeding Edge 274, Zixon, Benedict Clobbers, Gwen Hughes, 2018-1998-20, Max H, Gina's Doing Bits in the Coal Mines, Owen Brain, Zeke Collins, aka 
Dylan is dumb. Son of a bitch, OG Adogo. Harrisy, aka Bad Assassin. Noah Watts, Furious Coco. Frankie Gaffney, Sap2557. Nick Miller, the ACMJS. Radok, Casper Coral. Smexy Dork, Assassin. Kyle, S. Jaws, Victor Eliason, Emil Catborg, Joshua Mora, Walshy, Ginko Swag, The Chunky Boy, aka Malha, Master Bass, All Friend. Conversations is cool, but Sheps is into trannies. Joe the Six Boy Smith, Joe, aka Founded Scarab. Assassino Christmas. Evan Brown, Winona Ryder, aka Lindsay from Destination Wedding, Luca, Alfie Robert, Brian Ford, aka Assassin's Murph, Can You Can, a canned can into an uncanned can, like a canna can, canna canned can into an uncanned can. Fuck you. Um, Fishy, T Man and Travis, Billy, the team's on my Captain Robertson, and oh no, I'm an oaf. Thank you all so much for your new support. We'll see you in two weeks' time for the next episode of the Out of the Ways podcast. Um, and uh, we'll see you in a week for Clubhouse and Gotcha Cow. Uh, cinema room now on patreon so that's it good stuff nice see you next time boys goodbye bye